best moments from the Crash and Mars show. Now radio. Last night, uh, Crash, has, Crash has already seen this. He freaked out last night. It's amazing. Um, after they showcased one of the newest electronics that you'll probably soon want to own. And Samsung uh, took the cake this year, showing off a massive... 219 inch TV. Yes. It's glorious. It's more than 18 feet. Now Samsung has named the TV The Wall. Yeah. It looks like it. It's huge. It's majestic. I, it's too big for a house we, though, right? No, we need it on our wall. I don't think we have an 18 foot wall. Nope, the, the wall's 18 feet. I measured. <laughs> no, but you measured it? But think about this. You, we put it on the wall. It covers the entire wall. Get some graphics, and it can be whatever design you want when we're not watching TV. How? It would be so difficult to watch, though, if your TV... It'd be like you're at the theater all the time. It'd be like you're at the theater sitting front row. Damn right. Oh, no thank you. Well, I back, can't do just it. Just back her up a bit. We'll throw the kitchen table out. We need to win, like, a dream lottery home in order to have a TV like that. Well, it probably... I agree with you. It probably would look better in a big dream In a home big space. And not a downtown condo, yes. but... <laughs> Is it one of those super thin? Like, does it roll up or something? Because how would you even get it in your house? I Right? I, think I think it's about an inch thick. But you still need to... That's like, what, 18 feet? But it can fit through a door frame. How? <laughs> the Because it's not 18 feet high, right? It's 18, it's 18 feet wide. So, yeah. yeah, it'll definitely fit through your door frame. It'll just fit through. It uses a technology called micro LED, which creates a brighter image using less energy than current televisions. Mm-hmm. No word yet on how much it will run you, but uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to start saving up right about now. You know what would be really cool? Because I feel like... Uh, Advancements in TV are happening really quick now, which excites me. I love TVs. Um, We'll probably see a time when the movie theater, the big screen, will be a digital screen. That'll just be a TV. It won't be projector, right? And it'll be crisp. Oh, it would be like an actual screen. Yeah, I can see that. It'll be an actual flat panel hanging on the wall in a theater. See, I think this screen would look good in bars. Because let's admit, some bars have really crappy TVs. Yeah, they do. That's one thing bars can do uh, pretty cheaply to make themselves look a little better than they are. I agree. Yeah. Quality TV. Yeah. TVs are dirt cheap now. Yeah, they are. Because mm. there's, a, there's a bar that near our place that we go to to watch hockey. And it's got a burn stain on the TV. And it's got TV. burn stains in it. And like it's... And it oh. flickers. And it, Yeah, a couple of them flicker. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, well, I'll just shift over and watch this TV and it's this big. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like an old uh, used monitor. And I'm like, why is there a 19-inch TV that you're... Sp- <laughs> what is happening? Like, if you're going to play sports... The big one has a burn stain and it flickers. Yeah, if you're going to play sports and if you want people there to watch sports, make sure your TVs are decent. Yeah. Because if they're not, then that's just... You just look trashy. You look trashy. <laughs> well, I you judge do. you on your TV. You're, I judge no, you on you your should, TVs. You should have a good working TV. You should have a good working, good looking TV. Yeah. And you should get the ball. Yeah. Even if this thing's the right height for a door frame. Yeah. Like many couches are. Yeah. It's still too long to get inside. Everyone's moved a, a long couch. Yeah. And knows the hassle. Yeah. Scraping what? it against the wall. You can't do that with your TV. I think you need a big place. Because on in all honesty, Ginger, do you have a wall to put that on? I don't think so. You probably don't have a hallway to put it through in. <laughs> it's either. over top your fireplace, <laughs> just covering everything. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're bringing that in your home, you've got a large got entryway. Those wide spaces. Yeah. And I think they didn't release house. the price on it, so I'm gu- I'm guessing the price is a crazy amount and only people with the big homes can afford it. Right. Yeah. Like it's the size holding me back. <laughs> I could easily squeeze <laughs> right. this in my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
You could find a way. I'm going to guess that TV's probably around 30 grand, if not more. I looked for a price. Yeah. They didn't. I'm going to say it's more than 30 grand. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you it's closer to 60. I remember when the first projector TVs came out, like the big ones. The big tanks, but it was flat panel type deal. Um, one of our family friends bought one, and he paid over. I think it was over twenty thousand. He got <gasps> holy a, he got crap because he had to have the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, he got a loan for twenty grand to buy this TV, and then wheeled in, and it's like squeak, squeak, squeak with the big cabinet. Oh. Wheels it in, and we're like, whoa! And yeah. then he told us the price, and we're like, I. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get ripped apart for this. I hate projector TVs. I think they're garbage. Well, I think we can all I agree think, they're garbage now. I think they're absolute crap. You didn't like them when they first I came out? I didn't like them when they came out. And everyone, I it just, it I, I never saw the value in it. They were not crisp. If you weren't sitting directly in front of it, you, well, yeah, that was you a couldn't really see it. Yeah. Well, back, I, it sucks. Back then, though, no picture was crisp. Yeah, because you went from tube to this. Yeah. Still sucks. But I, I do agree with you on you had to sit directly, directly in front of in, it in the center in front mm-hmm. of it. You go to the side and you get that shade. It was like the novelty, though, to have like a hundred inch picture. Oh, damn right. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. And I know. And people were like, look at how big my. Yeah. And I'm like, it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's it's blurry. So they proudly bring you down to their media yeah. room. Like, wait till you oh, see yeah, this, Mark. Yeah. Our boss it had sucks. one, too. <laughs> when we went down in our boss's yeah, basement, he, he had that big tank. He yeah. did. I told him it sucks. Oh, yeah. Because if you were sitting... <laughs> That's how we got the job. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were sitting further to the right or further to the left, yeah. you couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I never liked them, so... Mm. That's when I got my first flat panel TV in Regina. Remember that thing? I bought it at the brick. Oh, Crash was so proud. (sighs) That thing was when you bought your first one, yeah, five inches Mm -hmm. thick, yeah, if not thicker, and it was a tank. And I'm like, all right, we need to reinforce this wall to hang it up. (laughs) It's like bending the wall. It was was a big day because Crash and I got we got hired um, to do the drive show on Z99 in Regina. Yep. And um, it was the most money we had ever made. We were we got I think it was forty eight thousand dollars a year. Make money, money, it was make crazy. Money. And yeah. It was um, it was very exciting. It was a very exciting time. And I I did not own a TV. No. So I was bringing nothing to the table in Regina. I had nothing. Uh, and you um, had an old. Well, I had which a. Which one did you have? Was well, I had it a thirty two inch tube yeah, TV tube that TV. I got from Costco years ago. Four or five hundred pounds. Oh, at least yeah. Yeah, and. Crash said, you know what, now that we're making big money, <laughs> I'm buying myself a flat panel. And I was like, well, I'm going to come with you to watch this because this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and off we went. Oh, and yeah. I'll never forget that day. It was so exciting. Oh, and then once I finally got hung up, it's like a three-person job to hang this damn TV up. Yeah. And I think our we boss sat came back over. like, whoa, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, the boss was, came over to celebrate. It was me and the boss, and we hung it up on the wall. And yeah. Even he sat down and... It was amazing. Probably asked us to load some porn or something. Yeah, pretty sure we did. It was weird. (laughs) So we loaded sports instead. But Mm. yeah, it was... uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, By the way, people are saying it's over $100,000. Oh, jeez. There you go. All righty. There you go. Not my future anytime soon. All right. If I were to ask you guys this, what's worse when it comes to bacteria and grossness? Mm. The double dipping... Mm-hmm. At a party. Yep. Or the five second rule. Now, it's, I feel like today is a good time to settle the greatest debate in mm. food contamination history. What is worse? Double dipping a chip at Ginger's party. Yeah. Or picking up food off the ground and eating it. I'm going double dip. Haley, you're going five second? I think the double dip too. Unless it was like you were eating like a peach or something. Yeah. And it fell bite side down and then you picked that back up. Okay. Yeah, just wipe it. 
But if you if if you drop it, let's say let's say it's the same because a double dip is usually a cracker mm. or a chip. Yeah. If you drop that or same a vegetable, or I guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess celery stick. <laughs> if you right. drop that same celery stick <laughs> on the ground, the double dip has to be worse. Well, because yeah. a double dip, I'm just envisioning like all the juices I mean, from your mouth going into the bowl. I might as well just lick your tongue. Yeah, and they talk about how a uh, human's mouth is uh, grosser than a dog's. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, it's got to be double dip. Well, thanks to a new study, guys, we have a definite answer as to which move is more riskier. Yeah. And that move is dun, 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 double dipping. Yeah. A food scientist found that a bowl of dip where someone is double dipped is filled with more bacteria than your average floor. Mm. Double dip bowls pick up more bacteria than one that was single dipped. There are also person-to-person germs. So things like cold, flu, coughs, and more gross stuff. Now, here's the thing. When you Probably drop something... fecal on, matter. I know. Yeah. When you drop something on the floor and then you pick it up, it's actually transferring less bacteria than you think because most surfaces don't have dangerous bacteria. Mm. And the impact would knock any bacteria off your chip. Yeah. Or it's like you cover. Yeah. And just so you know, dropping food on carpet... Mm-hmm. picks up fewer germs than dropping food on tile or wood flooring. Mm. The carpet ends up absorbing a lot of the bacteria. Yeah, oh, because so bacteria go. goes deep in the carpet. It goes deep in the carpet. You're good to go. Your stuff stays on top. Yeah, so if you drop um, some toast on the carpet, pick it up and eat it. Toast always falls face down, like butter side down. Just uh, just Blow it a off. quick pull a couple cat hairs off. Yeah, and you're you're good to go. You're you guys eating toast over carpeted areas? Yeah, I've done. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I make you toast in the kitchen and you take it to the living room? Yeah, yeah I gotta watch TV. Uh, I don't know about that. What do you just eat it right at the yeah. toaster? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys um living together, will yeah. you double dip? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's damn right. Yeah. 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 Double right. dip. Love double dip and oh. triple dip. Oh yeah, because you'll go dip, bite. Yeah. Dip, bite. Yeah. Dip, bite until there's nothing left. If you're at a party, not your house, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, work friends, some close, some not close. I'm not going close. near the dip. No. If you see, you won't even try it. No. I was going to say, if you saw a double dip, would that prevent you from heading in? <laughs> We've done, uh, so, yeah, absolutely. We've done some uh, little uh, like staff brunches and stuff, and there's been a couple dips that I've noticed, and I've been watching, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that double dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about this? I can't double dip. No. Let's say it's a let's say it's a carrot stick. Yeah, I dip into some hummus. Yeah, I eat it. Mm. I turn the carrot around. No, not I don't like trust that it. either. No, because some people get crazy with their like carrot sticks. They'll bite it. Won't go. Yeah, and, they, and it goes oh. further. In the yeah, mouth. like their they lips almost touch off. the other end, okay. and yeah. then they suck the dip off yeah. and then bite it, showing that carrot a time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That carrot's getting good times. Although I will say. We did share that three-layer cheese dip with, like, five people. When? When did we have a three-layer cheese dip? It was a while ago, but I remember the dip. <laughs> Apparently. It was really good. Well, I love cheese, right? Yeah. So it was, and it was, like, layers of, like, sour cream and cheese. and Was and that? It was, it was hot, remember? Was, it was that Was that hot. just on-air peeps? Yeah. Or did we include sales? No, no. It was just us. Like, oh, just okay. on-air. Well, yeah. We're a different batch. I guess. So it was good, though. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of dips around Christmas time. I was thinking back to all the dipping I was doing. Yeah. And it was mostly families. My family rages. Yeah. And I wasn't eyeing up the dip, but I don't think I'd be... It wouldn't deter me. If you saw a relative double dipping, what yeah, if they I, had a really wet mouth? 
Oh, like as an older relative? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they have the wettest. Oh, yeah. Mouth. I think yeah, things get wetter as you get older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you got to swallow? Yeah, right? What about a warm dip? Mm. Such as the four of us go out for some beers and I order a spinach and artichoke dip for us Don't, to share. You can't, you can't double so dip. Now I've got the four of us. You're double dipping bread? Well, no, Ugh. spinach and artichoke dip comes with chips. Yeah, those like, oh, uh, I get it, like a tortilla. Twice fried tortilla. Yeah, like yeah. a twice fried tortilla. Uh, okay. Are we all going to share that dip? <sighs> it's delicious. Probably, Jeez. but you probably shouldn't double dip. What about that? Those come with big chips. Again, yeah, they you do. Have surface area that hasn't been touched to mouth. Yeah. Or dip. Can it's I pro- turn that chip? It's probably more forgiving in that situation. I'd still scowl at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. How do you guys feel about potholes in our city? I don't feel they're too bad. You don't feel they're too bad? Maybe it's because I've lived in uh, other cities where it's been horrendous. Where's the worst place that you've lived for potholes? I'm going to say probably Winnipeg. Well, Winnipeg is absolutely... Di- Winnipeg, like, sections of the road disappears. Yeah, it's And weird. they don't fix it. They put a pylon on it. And then people drive over the pylon, and then it's done. To try and fill the hole with the pylon. I guess, yeah, yeah just anything. Yeah. Like, Grand Prairie was terrible when oh, we lived there. I forgot about... Grand Prairie was horrendous. Yeah. But then that might have changed. Though. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Remember when we went to Winnipeg like five years yeah. ago, let's say, and we're driving, and we're driving from the airport, and just a whole chunk of road just disappeared. Yeah, that and was- it's all gravel. They just filled it with gravel, and it's everywhere, <laughs> and it's dusty. Yeah, because you almost spun out. Yeah, and that's like, right in town. Home to Winnipeg. Yeah. Then you read stories yeah. that's been like that for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, municipal and provincial governments in Canada are all looking for better ways to deal with their growing pothole problems. Um, and a lot of cities are really complaining about how many potholes they have. And in my opinion, they're not even close to how many Edmonton fills in a no, year. I don't feel uh, ours are really that bad. We got a lot of potholes. Which isn't the fault. Uh, from what I understand, our city's pretty uh, quick on filling them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But our numbers just our numbers, crazy. Because yeah. of the yeah. soil or something like that? We're yeah. on, uh, it's probably cold, warm, cold, land, warm. And too, yeah. Yeah. Pops, yeah. Well, the cities of Ottawa, Thunder Bay, Cranbrook, British Columbia, and Montreal are starting to experiment with a pothole filling machine called the Python 5000. <gasps> I like the name of that. Sounds good. Uh, it mechanically fills cracks and crevices in roadways. Work normally would be performed by manual laborers, but they're doing this in an effort to speed up repairs and ensure that it's done uniformly. Others are testing a variety of hot and cold mixes of asphalt and other materials, hoping they find something better than what's being used in the past. Um, this is kind of an idea of the numbers of potholes uh, that cities get. Yeah. The cities of Toronto, which mainly uses the hot mix asphalt, um, quarter of a million potholes. So, yeah. 250,000. Well, yeah. Uh, Montreal, they're complaining at 122,000 potholes. Saskatoon, they're up there too. They're mad. They had to deal with 100,000 potholes. Mm-hmm. Edmonton alone. You guys want to guess... And it's an even number. It's just one big even number. How many pothole patches we reported? I'm gonna guess because this is this can even include like back lanes and stuff too, right? It, it's just Edmonton. Just Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton potholes. What do you think the number is? Even number two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Toronto was two fifty. Toronto was two fifty. Montreal one twenty two. Saskatoon one hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I love counting potholes. My last count, I was at three hundred thousand. Oh, jeez, that's a it's a lot of counting, buddy. <laughs> I don't like being home. <laughs> All right, well, both of you guys are not even close. Is it way higher? Six hundred thousand potholes. We got potholes. Holy crap! 
That's what Edmonton's numbers came in at. That's all the potholes that have been reported. Yeah. They're like, holy crap. All right. And yes. you, I would imagine they map them out on the city, like on a map, and they're like, hey, well, we're going to do this quadrant. Yeah, we've got to go over here. We've got to go do this. Yeah. 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 600,000? 600,000 potholes. Jeez. Do you guys have a, uh, a worst street for potholes? You know what? I don't think I... I don't... Our back alley of our <laughs> place? Nothing's terrible. Yeah, our back alley is really bad. I feel like 99th gets a lot. Well, I don't... Here around work? Yeah. I feel like, like only the... the Mon, uh, 99th north of the White Mud gets... I feel like only around the manhole covers it gets rough. There's a lot of traffic, though. Like, a lot of... Yeah, but I haven't hit... Because uh, we drive that one every day. I haven't hit any potholes on that one. <laughs> Just a rough manhole covers and the train tracks. His text here says, well, at least we're number one at something. Well, yeah. <laughs> Murdering and potholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, everyone's saying Yellowhead is horrible. Mm. I haven't been on the Yellowhead in a bit. Another one here says, Grand Prairie potholes, not fixed. I was just there this weekend really? and I was shocked at how horrible the roads were. We still haven't fixed them. They were terrible there. That was, yeah, that that was, was like really drive, bad. drive down a main drag and you're dodging potholes. Cars are all over the place. It was bad when we were there. Another one here says Saskatoon. It's yeah. like driving on the moon. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Moose Jaw. Some folks in Moose Jaw are saying that their potholes there are Oh, they're horrible. terrible, yeah. Hmm. This Python 5000. Yeah. It'll replace, because what's the current method is a couple guys with the shovels. I think so, yeah. yeah. Filling the hole, patting yeah. her down. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's called the hot mix. I think we use. Do we use the hot mix? Well, I've seen the hot mix, but I've also seen the uh, like that big crack filler machine where yeah. it sprays where out all in. your rocks and asphalt and stuff. Yeah, this python is I'm that just the python the, though? Yeah, I'm just looking at the. Well, no, that that one's just like a crack oh, filler. Okay, there's the python. Yeah, the python yeah. kicks out asphalt out the front. It's got right. a big hopper on the back, and then it blasts it into the. Uh, pothole there. Oh, yeah, I see that. And I'm guessing it'll pack it after. Oh, yeah. It's got like a mini built-in like steamroller. What are we going to do with all those uh, city guys uh, leaning on shovels then? What are they going to do? Someone's still got a watch machine. Still still stand on the sidewalk and be like, looking good, Harry. (laughs) Uh, The municipalities also say that um, they're finding themselves bogged down in responding to social media complaints about potholes rather than making the repairs. Well, why are the workers... What do you mean? On so Facebook. They're, they're, they're on social media? <laughs> social media, they say, is blowing things way out of proportion. Uh, people say that apparently if you're a resident, you blow things way out of proportion when it comes to potholes on Facebook. Well, yeah. That's a good point because now I not only see the potholes I drive into, yeah. but I see pictures of the potholes everyone else saw. Yeah. And then you got to share that photo, of Obviously, course, and be like, yeah. that is terrible, I just terrible need too. to know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess that's it. So... So there you go. Um, I would say for 600,000 potholes that are being reported in the city, though, would you say they're doing a good job of filling them? I, I think so, I yeah. I, I, I feel I like they're so. keeping up uh, keeping up on them. I like that I see the crews out every spring. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to be on them. There's just too many. Yeah. Yeah, with 600,000, that's crazy. But oh, they're obviously no. doing a great job. People disagree with you. You don't think they're doing a good yeah, job? Yeah, people say that the yellow head it needs to be blown up and rebuilt. Well, we can all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. That's anything and everything about the yellow head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not everything. just bottles. Yeah. Is that mm. their plan? Are they just going to let it go until it is time to turn it into a... Until they can get rid of all the lights and redo it? Like that. No sense of putting any money into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Until then. Another one here says, Fox Creek, guys, it's awful. It's a small town, but there are potholes everywhere. You can't even drive the speed limit. It's dangerous to your vehicle. Well, that's a lot of big trucks ripping through there. 
Yeah. Ripping up the roads. Another one here says, I didn't hear how many Newfoundland had, but Newfoundland has, um, what's dot dot? They don't have potholes. They have car craters. Mm. That's from Renee. Oh, yeah. Another one here says, my wife says, I have a Python 5000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. 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 Good at filling holes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're cheeky this morning. That's funny. All right. This story here is kind of crazy. Off to New Zealand we go, where an electric humming vibrating device mm. was used to upset neighbors in an apartment unit. For about a month, oh, sending 25 neighbors, quote, just about insane before it was discovered and disabled. Now, residents started to complain, so management of Auckland's The Pacifica apartment building sent a notice thanking people for their patient patience while they tried to figure out what the vibrating was. Yeah, is it like a mechanical issue or what? It was not within the building. It turns out a guy in his unit. Yeah jammed a vibrating device, which I don't really know what it is, to be honest with you, between two books and the top of an internal window and turned it on and ran it all day because it would vibrate through the windows and bother everybody around him. He modified a helper. (laughs) I don't think it is. The app's explained to what vibrators are. (laughs) No, it's not. It looks more like a face cleaning thing. There's a picture in the app there. I don't know. Face yeah, because you know they you can, come in many shapes and sizes. <laughs> no, you, can you can use it wherever you want. You can get these like the, these vibrating like an, oh, uh, you know what I mean? Where they're, they're called Foreos. Foreos, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It doesn't look like a vibrating device for the other thing. It looks like a skin cleansing device. Mm. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. Did they say why? He hated his neighbors. Yeah, it looks like a Foreo. The device was plugged into the mains and had a metal rod nearly the height of the window and that purple plastic oh. device on the end. A resident explained that a man had it installed in a window cavity behind a blind specifically to aggravate his upstairs neighbors for unknown reasons. <laughs> the device caused a low vibrating type hum at about 35 to 40 cycles per minute. It sounded like a cell phone ringing on vibrate stuck in the wall, but he never turned it off. So it continued all day and all night. 25 residents oh. said that they were affected by this if oh. we uh we have a uh, aluminum frame windows we do if we did this it would vibrate throughout it would like probably like five units above five units below mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you could do that in this building because oh, yeah, yeah we have the same windows i yeah. uh our uh offices have like windows on the edge and i can hear when our boss jamie closes the blinds in his office yeah i can hear the rattling through the windows wow and if, yeah and if you get close enough you can hear talking Oh, oh, yeah, you can hear people's meetings on, like, oh, it yeah. travels through the windows. Yeah, like, if they attempt to do a private meeting, there's a boardroom built right behind the studio, which oh, yeah. is bad design, because we mm-hmm. pump the tunes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can hear everything through the window for Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just listen for your name. Oh, yeah, and if you're willing, you climb up in the ceiling, you can get to any office. Right? Yeah. That's true, too. Mission Impossible style. Easy. You can do that. But, yeah, if you turn off all the music here in the studio, you can hear what's going on oh, yeah. in the boardroom through the windows. Mm-hmm. Big time. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you have a neighbor like leave something on that caused a sound for days upon days? Maybe your neighbor left and went away on holidays and like their stereo turned on. Oh. Uh, what would you do? I'd... 
There's like, nothing you can do. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. If you share a wall with somebody, I'd be calling down to the the maintenance and be like, you guys need to open this person's apartment and turn off whatever's on. I don't think they can. On. Can't they? No, not they, in no, our they building, no absolutely not. Oh, yeah. just, I hear some screaming in the apartment next door. Yeah, it sounds like someone's being murdered. But if you own, absolutely yeah. not. Really? Yeah. You're not allowed just to come into my house. No way. That's fair. Mm. I'll just call the police on you. <laughs> Well, like, sure, like, I feel like a side by side, like a yeah, that's like a duplex. Yeah, we did that. There's Regina no building manager. Yeah, someone just left a uh, the DVD oh, running, oh, and it was yeah. just looping the title screen where oh you have God. your options, and it was going on for hours. And you hear the sub. You could tell yeah. what movie it was. You're like, oh my god! He like either fell asleep or went to work oh. overnight. And it shook our side by side. Like yeah, it shook it. Because it was right against a shared wall. And yeah. yes, there's no building manager when you're living oh, in like a side by side like that. Yeah. I always wondered, I was looking into uh, kids like, kids love rocks. I don't know why kids love rocks, but oh, kids, kids love rocks, mm-hmm. especially like shiny rocks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you can buy those like rock tumblers. Oh, yeah. Crash bought one for his nephew. But mm-hmm. apparently they're like way loud. <laughs> my oh, they're brother, so loud. My brother set it up in his kid's room. Yeah. And he turns it on. And he's like, huh. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's loud. And he's like, yeah, I, I think he'll find it therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of those uh, sound boxes at night. But yeah. yeah, it's just a constant like. Yeah. And like people complain and they can hear it through walls. Oh, like there's yeah. nowhere you got to put it outside. You need yeah. like a time, a, a temperate climate so you can wash your rocks outdoors. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's loud. Imagine if the apartment next to you was tumbling rocks. Oh, oh God. They got like five tumblers on the oh, go. And they gosh. tumble for days. For days. It takes weeks to uh, shine yeah. them. Yeah, I think it's like 10 days Ugh. on your first batch. Oh. 10 days of rocks just tumbling. Uh, Cal of 56789 says, I had a friend when he left a job under not so favorable reasons. He planted an annoyance beeper in his boss's office. The beeper was about half the size of an air tag, and it beeped at random times anywhere from two minutes to an hour apart. The battery lasts more than a year. <laughs> it basically sounds like a smoke detector, only more high pitched. Do you want to hear oh the sound God. of a rock tumbler? Yeah. Yeah, here. This goes on for 10 days. But it's forever. <laughs> if not longer. Yeah, it never stops. It's a white noise machine. This is an ASMR video. People actually use that for ASMR. I well, don't like Because it sounds like it's got like a mute. I think when you're right beside a rock tumbler, it doesn't sound muted like that. It's too, it's too busy. It's, yeah, it's... I, I don't think that it's got that. Like, it sounds like there's like a... I get like some white noise, but that's... Yeah, that sounds more right. This oh. one's full of rocks. This is more like the one I bought my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> no muffler. Just no. raw tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> gotta shine up those rocks. It can take weeks, yeah. Five weeks, this text says. Five weeks. Five oh. At least. Oh. Uh, so I want to know from you guys, how long did it last, and what was that annoying noise? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, if you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this dude in New Zealand who is making the news. He's in a lot of trouble, actually. After an electric humming vibrating device designed to upset neighbors, operated for about a month inside New Zealand's tallest apartment tower, sending 25 neighbors, quote, just about insane before it was discovered and disabled. I bet you, um, even if you left a shaver, like on your counter in your bathroom, if you have a short wall... You're going to hear a faint vibration, right? Yeah. And by the way, uh, I know you guys were razzing me over what it was. Someone put a link in. It actually is a ceiling vibrator that is built and meant to annoy your neighbors. They put a link to it. Cruel. 
Yeah, it is. It is cruel. Yeah. Yeah, you hate your neighbors. We've. I'm sure none of us have gone this far to mm-hmm. another no. neighbor. Have you ever watched your TV a little louder than you normally would? All the like time. A spite watch. Yeah. yeah. Because oh, yeah, of what yeah. they did the night before. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. But you're never like you're not cooling the temperature at all because now they're gonna. Yeah, it's just a constant back and forth battle. Now. It's impossible to be the bigger man because yeah. I I hated them so much. <laughs> like yeah. uh, all these uh, the old uh, wooden apartments that I lived in, like the, even before like uh, I started pounding on the ceiling, you could see where a broomstick has hit the drywall on the ceiling. Oh yeah, because the neighbors were irritating before, and then I'm like, well, this is the spot, I guess. <laughs> 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 yeah, side by side, you're uh, even Steven, You're on even playing ground when you live above or below someone yeah. you don't know the the havoc you're wreaking below you no no you can never anticipate the damage yeah. you're doing like why are they wearing heels up there why sometimes though it's just honestly like the crappy build you're too. just living yeah, yeah you're just, just living walk, your life you're not yeah. going out of your you're just living your life walking around yeah. and you might be a little heavier uh like a heavy foot walk mm-hmm. sure and yeah. that's just how you live yeah. your life. <laughs> but it's irritating, but it's irritating. to the people uh, below you. No, 100%. Yeah. So we want to know from you guys, what is that annoying sound? There's a lot of texts coming in about alarm clocks running all day. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Like all day. Yeah, I've so, heard our neighbor's alarm clock because obviously he just left for the day and the thing's just running. Or you leave town and you don't oh, God. turn off your you alarm. You don't turn off your right. alarm if yeah, you've yeah. got an alarm clock that isn't your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jacqueline, how are you doing? Good. Excellent. Good. Um, you unfortunately had someone being loud in the uh, in the space next to you, right? Yeah, we were staying up in Sunshine, um, you know, ski and ski out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, spending a crap load of money to stay up there, over yeah. seven hundred dollars a night. Oh, yeah. And there was an adjoining room to us, and their alarm. Well, whoever was staying there previously had set the alarm and left it. Yeah. So we called downstairs, and it took them over eight hours to turn off the alarm oh! overnight. No. It ran overnight. All night, like we got back to our room at about seven o'clock after dinner and it was going off and I called down and they're like, oh yeah, we'll get to it. Don't worry. And yeah, it took till about five o'clock in the morning for them to come in and actually turn off the alarm. So somebody else may have possibly complained other than not. That's, but it was, you know, you're spending all this money. You want to get up and get like first chair and yeah. skiing. I was, why would they just irritable. go in? Uh, they did, but they took them till five o'clock in the morning to do it. Yeah, they did, I guess they didn't want to. And I don't know. I don't know. And uh, Jacqueline, we stayed on that mountain. Was it last year, year before? Yeah, it was the year before. Um, and like you have the joining ro- uh, door. Um, yeah. Those rooms are not soundproof. So, like, no, I heard the lady no. in the next room cutting a big old fart. Yeah, so I could only did. imagine hearing an alarm her, all freaking night. Her husband was so mad. So then we listened to them argue about her farts. It yeah. was wild. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they're not soundproof. So, yeah, I feel yeah. bad that you listened to that all night. That's insane. Yeah, I just didn't want to be that person that calls down like four times in a row. But I, I was super annoyed. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I would have let my inner yeah. Karen fly. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks, Jacqueline. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah, Bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. Like you're a hotel. Yeah. yeah. That's an easy fix. Go, yeah, send somebody there ASAP and go shut off the alarm. But yeah. are they allowed to enter? Yes, they enter to clean. Yeah, they just go in. They just knock on the door and they're like, housekeeping. Oh, I they guess. They know someone's yeah. in there. Not. Yeah, yeah. And just unplug the alarm. Just unplug it or turn it off or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. Because even if it's faint, once you pick up, once you clock a sound That's like all that, it's, all, it's all, yeah. there all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. Oh, yeah, big time. You can't shake it. Yeah. This text here says, I would have stood at the front desk and stared at them until they sent somebody up there to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's going all night. Yeah. Ugh. 
it shouldn't be a thing this day and age to have alarm clocks in hotel rooms. I know. I always and wonder that. And they all that. do. They you have the radio alarm. And because like people are setting alarms on them, mm. you use your phone or you request the call. Yeah. You don't get you don't get to do an alarm clock. Yeah. You can't. We can't take that risk for our other guests. If I'm staying in one of those rooms, I'm unplugging it, but not because alarm could go off. I just don't yeah. want the bright light. Ah. Uh, so it just gets unplugged. And they're not like a, alarm clocks. Don't look good. No. no. Not like you'll spend some money on a nice room. Yeah. And you got an right? alarm clock on the yeah. end yeah. table. And it's taking up a valuable plug that I need because mm-hmm. there's never enough plugs around the bed. <laughs> Uh, Payne at 56789 says, hey guys, my downstairs neighbor used to sing opera music oh. every single day from <laughs> noon until four. It drove me absolutely crazy. I had to wait for a unit to open up another unit and I moved into it ASAP. If your neighbor is a singer, um, does it matter if they're good or bad or yeah. just you don't want to hear it? Uh, no, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Yeah, regardless how good your singing is, I only want to hear it when I want to hear it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. You want to be able to turn it on? Turn yeah. it off. My yeah, choice. Exactly. Yeah. Every day from noon till four? That's, no. That's a lot. Never opera, man. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. You're like, oh, no. That's right. Uh, this text here at 56789 says, hey, guys, my neighbors stopped paying their utility bill, so we got to listen to their gas generator for three months until they were evicted. They ran a Jenny? They ran a Jenny. Gotta get a Jenny. God, that's loud. <laughs> Six extension cords coming out of it, running to the house. What? What? Was this in the city? There's no way. Like that would that that would have been shut down. They cooked. Fast. They cooked outside on a fire pit and used their barbecue. What? They had extension cords running to the fridge and major appliances. The landlord finally evicted them five months later. And five, now he's, five months. That's five a months. generous wow. landlord. Was the Jenny running indoors? I'm gonna guess it was guess probably was running outside. in the backyard, putting off exhaust. Yeah, it was probably Jeez. running outside, and then all the extension cords ran inside to run your fridge. Oh man! TV, maybe occasional lamp. <laughs> I don't know. Which is like holy, holy cow! They just texted and said it was a generator running outside. Oh. I, I would drill a hole in that gas tank. Oh yeah. I'd be peeing in the gas tank. Yeah, you ain't. But they don't yeah. have any power. Their utilities are cut Not off. my problem. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Don't run a Jenny in the backyard. <laughs> Running straight gas for all your electricity is way more expensive. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Cal says, guys, my aunt is deaf and she cannot hear anything at all. She was in a hotel watching the evening news and she has the TV on full volume. <laughs> oh. She didn't know the volume was on a high. She couldn't hear the phone ringing or knocks on the door from hotel staff. Right. The hotel manager let himself in and scared her. She was so upset she got a three-day stay for free. Wow. Well, I mean, they also probably had to do a, like a bit of a wellness check on her. If they're knocking on the door and they, they have also, to go in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're hearing impaired, too, there's a whole bunch of devices that people can buy that would irritate neighbors. Like they have those uh, phones that speak, right? The big phones. So you'd hear that through the wall. Yeah. I mean, not all of us are upset about having deaf neighbors as crashes. Apparently, but I get how it could be bad. It could be bad, yeah. Could be. Uh, this text here says our downstairs neighbors would blast share every Saturday morning. Uh, I finally included, I'm guessing it was sexy time. And that's oh. what they would play. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just like singing. You can be the biggest share fan in the world, but you want share on your time. Yeah. You decide. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to hear it every Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. To turn back time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, anytime you hear something. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marg, how are you doing? Oh, good, thanks. How are you guys? Ah, Hi, we're doing good. Pretty good. Uh, your upstairs neighbors, uh, they were making some noise and it was highly irritating. Oh, God. 
It was so annoying, and I was convinced they were bowling upstairs. Bowling? And I didn't really say anything. That's that's the only thing. It, it sounded like bowling balls rolling around all day long oh. and all night long. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, we had had a flood, so our, our floors were concrete at the time before they laid new flooring, yeah. and they had built a life-size Monopoly board. Oh, my I'm God. I'm sorry, why? They were... A life-size Monopoly board. Like, they had spray-painted it on their floors. <laughs> and they had people over playing life-size Monopoly with, like, wow, life-size they, dice. Yeah, they really <laughs> life-size dice. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yep, basically. Holy crap. How long did it take for your apartment to get flooring back down? <laughs> A couple weeks. A couple weeks of life-size Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, and then you probably hear like cheering and stuff, well, like yeah. loud laughter. Oh, that was welcome noise. Oh, oh besides the booming no. on the floor. That sucks. Neat, but that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it is neat, but like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I saw a picture of it and it looked neat, but, right? but yeah. still all that stamping around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Less neat when you're downstairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not as cool. Yeah. Sure. Okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. So on their like hardwood floor? No, no, because the flooring got all ripped up because they had a flood. So it was just bare concrete. concrete. And then they spray painted the board game on there. Like it is a great idea. Yeah. If it's not your neighbor. Exactly. Or you live above them. Or it's not. Yeah. You don't live there and you're just over there enjoying the life-size monopoly. Yeah. If you're there partying, that's fun. I'd be like, oh, damn, look at this. (laughs) (laughs) Not thinking that it's affecting everyone. Yeah. Mm. That's insane. Uh, This text here says this Christmas, my downstairs, downstairs neighbor got a surround system. The sub rattles my entire apartment. Mm. I started with a courtesy note. They responded with, you don't like it? Call the cops. Oh, wow. Oh, you know where that's going. Now I wake up 30 minutes earlier and I walk around in my work boots all morning. Mm. I always wonder, like, was your note as courteous as you thought? When their response was, was, screw you, call the cops. (laughs) Just a profanity lace. I don't know if a courtesy note always works either. No, it's, no. it's tough to get your tone across. Yeah. yeah. You could put smiley faces, but then people will be like, you're sarcastic. Yeah. yeah I, and don't I, like I, I don't think people care. Yeah. Uh, this one's staying anonymous. Uh, might need a hand here. All right. Uh, anonymous, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? I'm uh, hey, doing pretty good. good. Uh, you're currently dealing with loud people, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. So I am of the other side. I want to keep my tenants super, super happy so they stay yeah. a long time. Yeah, right. perfect. And so above them right now, they've got a little little dude, probably five or six, and he's home all day, and all he does is run and jump and run back and forth. He's a kid. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, no. And so I've gone upstairs and said, please, could you keep it down? And other people are working from home. Yeah. And I met with, no, I met with slamming the door in my face. I've uh, contacted the the, uh, the property management company. Yeah. And I, I just don't, as a landlord, I, I get how some are, are taken advantage of, but as a tenant, I would hate that. Yeah, and what I'm do you do? Difficulty getting, yeah, like I'm sure, I don't want them evicted, but I want them to listen. And then, but the owner of that suite will not contact me and have a conversation like, hey, yeah. this is the scoop. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they're, 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 they're not not willing to bend and find uh, like a little middle ground, a well, little common ground So it's a like four or five-year-old yeah. kid. They're yeah. going to run and jump. That's what they do. But yeah, yeah. But like, if that's above you, you're going to be ticked off. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll be so mad. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. 
I'm trying to keep them happy, but then the people above are working really hard against what I'm trying to do. So. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Like foam pads? Oh, but, hey, uh, I don't know. Some foam pads and be like, if your kid's gonna run laps, run them on this. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like I'm, I'm like, come on, help me, help you. Like, yeah. come on, we're all living in the city. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, what can I you do? For anybody, uh, oh, I don't know. It, and. And everything goes through its process, and the, and the condo board takes its time, and they yeah. vote or whatever yeah. the piece is. And oh. they prefer the police called every night. So oh my God! I'm not yeah, doing that. I, I no, feel, you can't uh, call them every night. Yeah, I feel like ultimately you're going to lose that lower tenant. <laughs> yeah, or they're going to have to put some earplugs in, or yeah, oh, what or a drag. something. Maybe. I was thinking about renting the suite above those people and giving it back to them. <laughs> And then there you are, just running laps. Could do that too. <laughs> With big heavy steel toe uh, uh, boots. Trickling down. <laughs> uh, you guys. Awesome day. Yeah, you yeah, too, man. Good, good luck with that place. Good luck, sure. Anonymous. Yeah. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, last week we talked about our Disney freaks. Um, did you guys know that Disneyland has separate bathrooms for rich people and celebrities so that they don't have to go to the bathroom next to us common they, folks? They get taken to uh, a whole new paradise? Yep. Uh-huh. Now, Rebel Wilson might be a big fan of Disneyland, but that doesn't mean her record at the theme park is squeaky clean because she has now been banned from Disney for 30 days after taking a photo of something she shouldn't have. Now, Rebel Wilson, being, I guess, a TV and movie celebrity, uh, was taking photos in the mirror of the secret bathroom that's reserved for the rich and the famous inside Disneyland, which Disneyland does not allow them to do, and she was banned for 30 days. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, so it's banned to like talk about the bathroom. Yeah, you're not allowed to take photos of it. Also, I looked at Rebel, Rebel Wilson's Instagram account this morning. It is gone. Oh, the photo. Oh, so uh, she deleted it. Disney. Like, uh, okay. Uh, are you surprised? No. No. So just like calm down. <laughs> Disneyland has Met Gala rules where you, there's certain areas where you're not allowed to take any photos, and then if you break it, then they can ban you. Oh. Now, I don't know if Rebel Wilson spends a lot of time in Disneyland, so I don't know if the 30 days will even matter to her. Yeah, but, oh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Disneyland has a lot of rules. I, First, mm-hmm. supposed to be, supposedly being the, what, the happiest place on earth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say you keep it happy, buddy. It's following them rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently there's, like, down the law. there's something called Club 33. Mm. What's that? That Like, there's a higher level of Disneyland that, like, celebs can get into. It costs X amount of dollars. Uh-huh. But yeah, included in Club 33 is like the bathrooms on the perks. But there's no social media postings or any photos of any kind. Do you, Club 33. Do celebrities go through the gates of Disneyland or are they entered, do they enter through like the back? I think they, I don't think they go, they're not with everybody they're not like else. waiting in line to no. get the wristbands. No, they don't do the, like the whole gambit to get they have in. Separate parking. Hmm. But, but if they're like, I've heard of like, uh, you know, birthday parties, celebs renting out Disneyland after hours. Yeah. But if they're there like during operating hours, I get like private bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So I can't see, you know, um, the ham bone. Michael J. Fox's penis. Yeah, yeah, so that your picture isn't being taken while you're Michael in the. J. Fox. Are you kidding me? You're not curious? So I always wondered. <laughs> but but if they're like if they're going on rides, like they're gonna be they're gonna they be in line. Se- they don't have a separate ride yeah. for the celebrities. Yeah, yeah they're not no. shutting the whole ride down and making everyone wait. Yeah, yeah. I did some googling on it, 
It turns out, so the lounge is a super exclusive venue for important figures to duck out of the crowds, cool down with a beverage, and enjoy gourmet cuisine. Oh. Membership is highly coveted by powerful Disney fans, so much so that the waitlist is rumored to be over 15 years long. 15 years? So even a big fan is yeah. able to get in if they are willing to pay the exorbitant amount of cash. Yeah, probably. but you're going to go in your mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah, you have to put a request in. Yikes. Oh. I'm guessing, too, like, even if you put the request in, they probably have to recognize your name. Probably, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's not going to be, like, Crash from Now Radio. Yeah. Like, you're not getting in. <laughs> like, if I won the lotto and yeah. I'm like, you know what I want? I want the, what is it, the special 33 I don't even club? think if you win club the lotto. Club 33? I think you, like, and Connor McDavid, this. you're getting in. Yeah. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you're on that wait list. You're getting in. But Crash from Now Radio? Come on. No. Come on. Sorry. I want to bring a listener with me. Yeah. I, th- I mean, that would be very cool. Right? What a time. But it's uh, it's not happening. Someone says it's $15,000 a year to be a member of Club 33. Oh, I thought it would have been a lot more. 15000 a year? To get like, like exclusive like that at Disneyland? How much time mm-hmm. are you spending at Disneyland? Well, enough that if you're like a big Hollywood player, yeah, 15 grand a year seems pretty Yeah, that's reasonable. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But are you there all the time? Well, maybe twice a year. I don't know. Yeah, kids. But once again, yeah, that's not much money. That's that's worth it for just a one-off. Huh. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, I was actually invited into Club 33. Whoa. I asked if he would call and he will not. Uh, oh, no. Who are you? He said, tell us your name. Club 33 is amazing. I lucked out years ago and I got an invite through a friend. There's a private entrance to it that no one knows where it is. Yeah, so you're not going through the gates. <sighs> Who's your friend? Michael J. Fox. I am curious now. Mm-hmm. Right? Champagne is free and everything is in there is free and unlimited. Oh. Champagne? Wow. Because is there... There's no big uh, turkey leg? No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was a kid. Yeah. But are they, are they slinging alcohol? Uh, in some spots. Yeah, they... When we went, we went like pff, like 15 years ago. Yeah, they had... Uh, you couldn't just walk around. Right. But they just had an area uh, that you can have you. drinks. Yeah. yeah. The K-Day's like the smoker style. They Pretty had, like, much. Section Corral them in. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not getting free gourmet food and... Uh, no. Champagne. I don't recall any gourmet food no. there. Could you imagine? Champagne in one hand, turkey leg in the yeah. other. <laughs> oh, that's the life. <laughs> Those turkey legs are like... Disgusting. Gr- gross, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty gross. That's why you wash it back with champers. Oh. <laughs> Try to even things out. <laughs> And that's the brand Haley's drinking, Champers. Champers. <laughs> Champers, Champers. <laughs> We're not sure what it is. It's Champers. <laughs> oh my gosh. This text here at 56789 says, I was in line at Disneyland with my family waiting to get on the car ride. Okay. Um, and they shut the entire ride down because Taylor Swift showed up and she wanted to ride it. Well, they will shut rides down. Yeah. Oh. That's... I knew this because I was following Taylor Swift on Instagram. She posted a picture of her going on this car's ride. Then magically the ride got back up again and the regular folk could go on it. Oh. Well, Taylor Swift, that's a different level of celebrity. Yeah, that's a big Yeah, but like if you're waiting in line, those lines are ridiculous. So you're like hour, two and a half, three in line and Taylor's like, excuse me. Yeah. And the whole ride gets shut down. Now you're delayed even more. Yeah. Because a T-Swizzle needed a little ride on a car. Yeah, you watch her do it. Forget that. You go after hours, Taylor. But you can't have Tay-Tay in line for two hours. Why not? It'd be a a huge problem. It would be a stampede of people trying to get around her. But I'll read like Us Weekly periodically and they have a whole page. Uh Stars, they're just like us. Well, they go to Disney, Get in huh? line, Taylor. <laughs> the stars, they're just like us. No, they're not. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're shutting rides down. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, staying totally anonymous here. Right, okay. uh, anonymous, how are you doing today? Hey, not too bad in yourself. Good, good. Hi. Um, according to my screen, 
you got into Club 33. What? You, you betcha. I'm the guy that texted in earlier. Oh, here. Oh, so I okay. got invited in a little bit through a friend here when I was pretty fun. Yeah. So what what, what goes on in there? Yeah, what? like where is it? How do you get in? Walk us through it. You know, so it's kind of the Louisiana area there of Disneyland. It's been years since I've went, but yeah. it's a little private doorway there. You kind of got to know where to push a button. Okay. They have a little buzzer to let you in. Yeah. Uh, from there, you'll go inside. There's a French lift you go up. It's a glass elevator. Oh. Uh, you're agreed to the flute of champagne. The food is very overpriced, but it is a lovely little place. What? You have to pay for oh, the why food? Why did you have to pay for the food? Luckily, I didn't have to, except for this, kind of the desserts and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's probably about 500 bucks a person to be in there. Oh. Certainly not cheap, but uh, hey, free booze is free booze. Sure, yeah. Did you see any uh, celebrities that were sitting in there? You know, I actually met Michael Bublé there and whatnot. So we, the reason I got in is, well, I'm now a PI. Back then I was doing executive security and just uh, bodyguard work. Oh, okay. Uh, you bet. So we were a part of the security detail. Oh. With one client. Yeah, yeah. We had a few people there and whatnot, but it was uh, it was pretty wild and surreal to be in there. Yeah, that's cool. So you, you work security detail for like high profile celebrities and stuff? Once upon a time, so I'm I'm a short, fat kid, and whatnot. So what I did there, I'm kind of just the Intel guy. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's still like so cool. You're, so, you're not the muscle behind. No. It. So what what oh, did no. you do as Intel? Like, can you can you say? So I can't go into a lot of details here, but we'd be kind of analyzing online the threats against them if oh. we see anything out of the ordinary, that kind of fun stuff. Oh, and then you're uh, on the lookout. There, we kind of be the lookout. You betcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, were you able to uh, the the person that you were doing security for? Were you able to walk through the Disneyland park with them? Uh, so in this case here, I was kind of back a little bit. Usually we keep everybody here kind of scattered a little bit. Some be right up close. I was one of the guys about 10, 20 feet away. Oh wow. Yeah, and you're just your eyes fun. constantly on the person that you're watching, and then everyone around. Yeah, Mickey Mouse here's true in hand and watching out to make sure you guys can get beat up. Damn, big turkey leg in one hand just to blend in. Wow, that's Absolutely. so cool! Great. Oh, what a wild, exciting job! Yeah, it was a blast. I gotta say. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Anonymous. Yeah, thanks, Anonymous. No worries. Have a great morning, you guys. Yeah, you too, man. Bye bye. All right. Bye. That's a cool job. Cool. Well, right. Cool. But he had a little earpiece too. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, so he so looked like, through. Look at the mullet wearing fella chewing on yeah. a turkey leg. He's got eyes for Buble. Yeah. <laughs> so he went online and like looked at all the threats against that person. Yeah, and then they look for those. People. And then they look for those people. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Mm. It's cool as hell. At yeah. Buble Hater sixty nine. See if he's at the party. <laughs> I can't stand that Keep your jazz. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Why is it named Club Thirty Three? Do we know why? What's what? what oh, it, let's see here. Is there a reason? Um. Uh, I don't have a Was it like put in place 33 years ago? Apparently the money though, there's like that annual fee, that twenty twenty five thousand yeah. dollars There's also a $50,000 initial fee. I saw that. Just oh, to get in. God, just to get in. fees, man, they get oh. you. It's like getting a gym membership. According to Disney, Club 33 is simply named after its address at 33 Royal Street, oh. New Orleans Square, oh. Disneyland. Boring. Oh. boring. Oh. Super boring. And I feel like uh, the way Anonymous described the private entrance, pretty uh, blasé. Well, he's at a glass elevator. No, no, but just like the initial. He's like, walk up to a door and push a buzzer. But a secret buzzer, that's pretty neat. I'm just going to start pushing stuff when I'm in Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's good. (laughs) They've got jail there, right? Yeah, they do. Apparently. That's the word. They've got Disney jail. Mm -hmm. What do you got to do to get into Disney jail? Just... Um, like be like belligerent, drunk? racist, right? Uh, yeah, okay. which happens at Disney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Um, like if you like, I'm guessing if you fight. get into a fight, you'll yeah. go to Disney jail. Man handling the characters, right? Putting yeah. hands on Cinderella, top of a feel. Is Disney jail just where like you sit to like cool down, 
or do the cops they like, probably zip you is zip it a big deal the chair yeah and then like goofy and mickey mouse come in yeah and they grill you see that's the most ridiculous <laughs> With one thing. light hanging above your head <laughs> Yeah, that you, is. Have a, you have a Disney trial. You do the whole thing. Yeah. No, you Disney don't. Fight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. I think so. You guys are lying. No, there is no Disney court that you go There's to. There's Disney court. There's a big gavel, like the, a novelty size gavel. Of course, yes. No, <laughs> the real the it. real cops come and like deal with you, right? You're just oh, that, is that just like a placeholder? I don't know. Yeah, I think they just take you away, and then yeah, probably I would imagine they just have their own cops. Imagine they have their own sort of jurisdiction. They had their own law up until recently. You don't want yeah. when you're in Disney government. You don't want police walking through the grounds. That's right. A bad, that's a bad look for the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a bunch of undercover people mm-hmm. wearing tourist gear. And they throw you in a holding cell until the cops yeah. show up. Although there was uh, like a couple months ago that big brawl that broke out at Disney. I remember that they were fighting for quite some time before anyone intervened. Yeah, that's right. Right. This text here says, how cool would it be if Disney Jail put you inside the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean? I think it would better be better. You stick them on the Small World ride. Mm. They got to sit there until they torture them, serve their sentence. Yeah, oh my Keep gosh, going sentence five hours. Oh it's a Small World. <laughs> I never break any rules yeah. ever. No. Oh, someone said Mickey Mouse would be the judge. Yeah. Oh gosh. Hmm. That would well, be something. Don't else. ever end up there. No, yeah. don't end up there. All right, the ultimate classic rock.com. It's a website that I guess people look at. Put together a list of the most hated rock songs and albums. And we're going to look at the songs this morning. And you guys let me know if you agree or disagree that these are the most hated rock songs. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number one, Aerosmith. Oh, which one? I don't want to miss a thing. I could stay no. This is the number one most this is hated the rock number song. Number one most hated rock song. Is it just because it was so overplayed? Mm. I don't know. Is it because people are mad that it's like classified as rock? Probably. Because it was Aerosmith, but it's pretty mm. soft. It's oh. pretty soft rock. Mm. I love this song. Do you love it? It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I danced with my junior high crush to this song at a dance. Oh. Yeah. No touching, though. Oh, there was touching. Those, oh, hands. <laughs> Those hands start high and work their way down. Yeah. They do. Yeah. It was public school. They didn't care. Oh. You feel the top of the butt cheek. You're like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Is it yeah. backlash from Armageddon? Are Maybe. Like, too much. Can't handle it. PTSD from... I think it's not rock enough. I think that's why people hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad song. The most hated rock yeah. songs, Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss a thing. Coming in at number two, I never considered this to be a rock song. Yeah. So I'm surprised it's on the list. Number two, The Beach Boys with Kokomo. That's a theme here. This is not rock. This is not rock. <laughs> no. This is like maybe like a yacht rock. Okay. No, not even. Uh, not yacht rock. Well, I guess it's not really. Oh, although when it kicks in, it's yachty. Yeah, but is that just because they're talking about like the ocean and stuff? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's a terrible song. Yeah, this it's is a awful. terrible song. Yeah. It is. I don't know if it's like the ultimate classic rock.com website. Mm-hmm. Most hated rock song. I don't think there's any good Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, there's some great Beach Boys. No, nah, I don't like Beach Boys. Oh, I like Beach yeah. Boys. There's yeah. some incredible Beach Boys. Mm. They never did it for me. Not even oh. as like a, if it comes on, it's a fun 
party song. Party song, yeah. yeah no. No? No. <laughs> yeah, there's some great Beach Boys. This ain't it, but there's no. some No, because that song yeah. was off of the cocktail album, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, number three for the most hated rock songs, Phil Collins with Sue Studio. Oh, I like this song. I'm going to guess it's not rock enough. Probably not. I don't remember the last time I heard this. Didn't somebody remake it? Like an alternative rock band? Oh, probably. Yeah. Got the saxophone? Yeah. Just think of American Psycho. Mm. This has more rock than Beach Boys Coke. I agree. Right? But is it rock? I'm not a big uh, Phil Collins fan. Yeah. But I respect the man. Yeah. But are Phil Collins fans not fans of this song? Is that why? Like everyone has like their favorite artist, their, the one song they hated that catalog. Maybe. That got yeah, big. Yeah. And is this it? I hear a guitar in there. Hello, oh, yeah. Man. And a synth. Well, this counted as rock in the 80s. Ah. Most hated. Yeah, this totally. This yeah. is rock. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, number four for the most hated rock songs. Billy Joel. No. Oh. We didn't start the fire. No, this is rock. Well, it's rock, but it's not good. It's not, yeah. <laughs> I, I can understand why this one's not enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I bet it's one of those things like where if I knew all the words, I bet I'd love this song. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get to yell over it, the whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. But I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I bet you if you did this at a karaoke bar, it'd be a hit. Probably. It'd be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, this isn't your karaoke song goes to. my karaoke. No. Yeah, you gotta know it. <laughs> you, yeah, you better know it. <laughs> you gotta know it. Rock song? Yeah, your name. I think it's a rock song. This text here says, I'm still waiting for a rock song on this list. Oh. Yeah, because this sounds like it's straight out of the 80s. Yeah, like it does. 80s rock. 80s rock. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's like he's speaking the song. Yeah, <laughs> he's speaking it. Cool. Yeah. Start the fire. You love it. They harmonize? Oh, they got all the all makings right. of a rock song. In there. Yeah, it's rock. Well, Not great, but it's rock. Number four yeah. for hated rock song. Mm. And number five for the most hated rock song of all time, R.E.M., Shiny Happy People featuring Kate Pearson of the B-52s. This is a rock song. I don't know if this is a rock song. This is a pop song. Is that because a lot of people have hate on for R.E.M.? No, I think a lot of people love R.E.M. Mm. Just not this R.E.M. I think this is pop. I, I, I get why people don't like it. Because it's too happy? Happy. Yeah, it's pop. It's pop. If this is, if I'm uh, flying solo in my truck and this comes on, I'm blasting it. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, turn it up. Why not? Also, if you're a rock station in like 1991, like you're playing the song. You, of course oh, you're playing exactly. the song. It's, it's, yeah, it's rock. Yeah. You can debate whether it's good or not, but it's rock. Yeah. At least it's not number one hated. No, it's number five. I don't know if rock stations in the 90s were playing this. Oh, are you? Yeah. Like maybe like a softer rock station, but I don't think you're like classic rock stations never rolled this. Oh, I think they well, it wasn't classic yeah. rock in 1990. Yeah. yeah, it was active rock. It was new. Yeah, this is all new rock. I don't think you ever heard this on the bear. I'm sure at one point. 
Probably. Were they a thing in 1990? Yeah. The bear? Oh, yeah. They're oh, yeah. huge. Yeah, I worked with a lady that had an old bear t-shirt from the 90s. Everybody at my oh, high the 90s, school. 90s, but 1990? Everybody in my high school was like, the bear rocks. <laughs> they probably play it now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, Michelle at 56789 says, I love R.E.M. I hate this song. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Frankie says, this is soft rock, not rock. Well, there you go. The top yeah. five most hated rock songs, according to the UltimateClassicRock.com website. Wow. Rock.com, you trust that. Yeah, Rock.com, you <laughs> yeah, definitely trust. trust. Too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, some runner-ups there for most hated song. We Built This City by Starship, mm. Mr. Roboto by The Sticks, and Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Wings. So. Yeah, Mr. Roboto by The Sticks, that, that's not rock. No, that's definitely pop. Yeah, that's true. Bottle rules. It mm. rules, but it's not yeah, a rock it rules. Song. Yeah, but I would not even cl- close yeah. put it to a rock category. But it made the list of most hated <laughs> rock songs. <laughs> so there you go. Sticks. All right, this is nuts. Earlier this month, a woman in Australia got bit multiple times by a blue ringed octopus. Oh. Now, that's one of the world's most venomous animals. There's also no known anti-venom. So if you get bit by a blue ringed octopus, most people die from that. Oh, geez. Because there's no there's no counter to the venom that's running through your veins. When an octopus is biting you, is it biting you with their tentacles and the suction cups? Is that where the bite's happening or the mouth on the blob? Um, I'm going to say it's the it's the cups. Doesn't that make the most sense though That it would like wrap around you And then sting you through the cups I thought the cups were Like the cups in the arms Were just to like hold you And pull you in To that glob mouth <laughs> Yeah Oh me I don't know if it's she Either was, way I don't like them It does say she was bitten Bitten Twice on her abdomen The ocean oh. should be cleared of these <laughs> <laughs> too smart. I don't like them. Yeah, they open jars. Mm, yeah. You could lock them in a jar. They can open the lid from inside. Ah. Yeah, they are. I'm just I'm just trying to see if it was Yeah, I don't know if it was the cups or its mouth. I think I would have a mini heart attack if I was like snorkeling or scuba diving and that came around the corner. You should. Actually, according to the story, you, oh, have, you okay, should you great. should you should die or try to get the hell out of there. Oh man. Uh, apparently it's the mouth. It is it's, the mouth. It's, it's the, the mouth. And they're tiny. The oh, little, yeah. Oh, they have tiny mouth? No, no, the no, blue ring octopus. They're like little things. Oh, because really? Because apparently the, the octopus fell off her stomach in the ambulance. Oh. So it like attached Oh, it's a little her. buddy. Okay. By the way, there's been a big Ugh. history of people dying from bites from this octopus. Yeah. So it's news that this woman made it. So it is. It's big news that she made it. Not only did she make it. Yeah. But somehow doctors aren't sure why. But she had nothing more than a little bit of stomach pain, and that was it. Huh. We need to get Pedro Pascal to protect this woman. She's <gasps> like Ellie from Last of Us. She oh is like God, Ellie from Last of Us. She's immune to the oh. blue ring octopus. Jeez. Um, do you think she was playing with this? Because it's so tiny. Did no. it just float by, and then she's like, oh, look at this. Do you remember we had that story in the news back in, um, like, two years ago? Yeah. Where that woman was online, and she shared a video of herself holding the blue ringed octopus. Mm. And everyone was like, she put it on TikTok, and right. everyone was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. that will kill you. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know. By the way, this is one of the only animals that is both venomous and poisonous at the same time. So you can't eat it, and it can kill you. Yes. Uh, octopus specialist texted in too oh, says good. an octopus has six arms and two legs. 
So some of those tentacles are arms and some are legs? I guess so. Oh, they all look the same. Yeah, so I guess the front two are the arms. That's how you, that's how it gets you. You don't know which is which which is going to yeah. hit you. Oh, and then the no. back the back six are the legs. I guess. How oh. does nature decide when something gets like godlike powers? I don't know. Ah. Uh. Like why this octopus? I have absolutely no he idea. He doesn't need the enough venom to kill a man. No. Just have a little a little stinger, a little yauchi. Yeah, just a little yeah. poke or something. Yeah. 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 Damn you octopus. Yeah, damn you indeed. But I this, hope to see you on ice. But this got me thinking. <laughs> they are delicious. I mean, uh, <laughs> they ever find out yeah. <laughs> what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they find out we are. Because they do look really good on a pile of ice at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, we are screwed if they I don't, ever I don't find want out. Them, but <laughs> someone says Squidward needs a chill pill. <laughs> it's true. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys. Um, this, of course, woman, she was bit by one of the most deadliest animals in the world and she walked away with nothing more than a little stomach pain the majority of people like 99% of the people who are bit by this octopus die Mm. that's just the way it is I know so I want to know from you guys did something horrible happen to you and it actually you walked away unscathed or it wasn't nearly as bad as it should have been. Maybe even everybody around you was like, oh, my God, mm. that should have been way worse. Did you get tossed around by a bear? Yeah. Did and you I ever mean, get tossed around? How terrifying would that be? You can kind of throw Jeremy Renner into this, too. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it mm-hmm. should have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. You should have been dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you took a lightning bolt. <sighs> Maybe you took a lightning Just bolt. carried on with your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to work. Right? <laughs> You're like... That's, that's insane. That was crazy. Maybe you, maybe you like rolled your vehicle and then you just like that vehicle that we had in the news just the other day. Oh, the Kia that the uh, Kia. took the tire on the road and, and flew in the air. Yeah, and the, she the, walked out. She walked just opened her door and was like, "Whoa, yeah, what happened there?" She had like minor injuries. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This woman was bit by one of the most deadliest animals on the planet and had nothing more than a little bit of stomach pain. Mm-hmm. So I want to know from you guys, what happened to you? And it wasn't nearly as bad as it should have been. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about the time that, um, you know, something went really wrong. And uh, you ended up walking away without a scratch on you. Like a lot of close calls, right? A lot of close calls. Yeah, you had a bad accident and you yeah. walked out. You're like, whew, that was crazy. Now we're talking about this because a woman in Australia was bit multiple times by a blue ringed octopus, one of the world's most venomous animals. As a matter of fact, it's both venomous and poisonous at the same time. There's also no known anti-venom. So most people die, like 98% of people who are bit by this octopus die. Oh but somehow she's fine. And doctors aren't even sure why. All she had was a little bit of stomach pain, and that was about it. They're actually shocked mm-hmm. that she was able to walk away They're without like, any injury. should be dead. Right? Mm-hmm. These are pretty crazy. A lot of accidents, like car accidents that are coming in. Someone had posted a picture. It's, it's uh, gone on the app. There's so much coming in. Yeah. Uh, they had a crotch rocket accident. Yeah. And it oh, looks God. like it flew off a road, tumbled through a ditch and into the bush. And they said they just walked away with a little scuff. Like, that is wild. And you look at the picture of the crotch rocket, like, it's it's destroyed. Oh, when, my god! When that happens, you walk away from that uh, insane accident. You walk away from the bite of the blue octopus. Yeah. Are you now out of luck? Or because everyone's like, you got to buy a lottery ticket. Or did like did you just use up all of your luck? Are you are you now out of luck for the rest know. of your life? Or are oh. you Mr. Lucky? Yeah, I don't know. I think you're Mr. Lucky. 
You think you still got more in there? I, th I think you just, that's your, that's your awakening of like, I'm a lucky is it like, ever. Is it like three times? You got luck three times no. or seven times? What's the cat? Nine lives. I think it's cat. through your whole life. Yeah. Cats got nine lives. What do humans got? Mars says three lucks. <laughs> I think it's all of it. I think your whole life you're lucky. Oh, so I that's, wish. that's just the start of it. That's yeah. not the end of your I luck. I think that's your awakening to oh. how oh. lucky you are. So this triggers your first lucky situation yeah. triggers many more crazy situations where you're still going to be lucky. Yeah. You're, oh. lucky. you're basically invincible is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I think oh. so. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Yadik, how you doing? Morning, Crash. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, you ended up in a car accident, right? Yeah, my very first car, just uh, being young and dumb. Oh, no. What How bad? So, so, chain of events, went to a late night party, and then on my way driving home, feeling really groggy, almost falling asleep on the wheel, yeah. deer comes in front of the car. Yep. So, obviously, you try to avoid the deer. Yeah. I jump over a fence into, like, a large bush, like, a, like pretty much the brush of trees. Okay, yeah, yeah. The entire right side of my car is gone. <gasps> oh my gosh. I walk away with the rash from the seatbelt. Oh, that was it. That, wow, that is crazy. Just that seatbelt <laughs> rubbed you. Yeah. Thank God. Holy crap. So, when the car finally landed and like came to a, a screech and halt, were you just like, do all your body checks, move your fingers, move your toes? You're like, wow, that's crazy. Well, I, I, I pretty much passed out out of shock, I believe. And then I mm. woke up, called my dad and said, hey, I'm like a kilometer down the road. Could you come get me? Yeah. Look for the wow. skid lines off the road. You are lucky. Jeez. Yeah. You're very lucky. No kidding. All right. Okay. Thanks, Yadik. Thanks, Yadik. No worries. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank God for cars and frames of cars and airbags. Seatbelts. Yeah. And seatbelts. It yeah. sounds like he did get a bad rash, though. Yeah, oh, you got yeah. A seat belt rush. Belt yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't quite save <laughs> so, well, It could have been a lot worse. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's what we want to know. We want to know what could have been a lot worse. Maybe you walked away from something where everyone around you was like, wow, you yeah. are lucky. Like you should be dead. Yeah. Or severely injured. Or, yeah. 780 uh, Justina, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, something almost took you out, right? Yeah, so um, maybe eight years ago or so, I was working at the airport with a friend, and we were carpooling together, and we left at the end of our shift. It was one of those really bad windstorms, like the ones, we had a couple of them around that year, yeah. and uh, they were the ones where things were being tossed around that shouldn't have been, like mm -hmm. trampolines and swing sets and things oh, like that. Oh, your standard uh, stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, standard windstorm, you know. And we go around the corner to go towards the employee parking lot. And she's kind of hiding behind me to use me as a windbreak because I'm taller. Yeah. And I didn't see it. She noticed it at the split second, pulled me out of the way. And one of those prefab sheds that the hotel airport had set up. Oh, like, what? like a garden shed. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd had it set up just against the side of the building. It was just sitting there. It wasn't nailed in. And the wind picked it up, broke it into all the different pieces. Yeah. And those pieces were flying at us as we walked around. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like shrapnel coming at you. I don't, I don't know if she saw it or if it was a sixth sense yeah, or yeah. something, but... <laughs> 
she got us to duck just in time, or we might have had our heads knocked off. Well, yeah, oh, for sure. The flying shed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wall of a shed or the whole shed that can do some massive damage on you. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's yeah. crazy. The next morning we came in and there were pizzas at the dock, pizzas in the parking lot, pizzas <laughs> all over. Holy and two crap. weeks later, it was back up with nails holding it to the wall. Now. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they secured it now. Oh, that's <laughs> nuts. Uh, you literally dodged a shed. Okay, thanks, Justina. Thanks, Justina. Okay, <laughs> yeah. bye. Bye-bye. My God. That shed do some damage. Yeah. Dan in Beverly at 56789 says, I crushed my hand between two pieces of concrete. Pro, pro tip, don't try to catch falling concrete. Oh, no. I thought my hand was broken, but they removed my hand that was lodged in between, and it turns out I had a few scrapes. That's it. Holy crap. Unbreakable hand. You're like Bruce Willis from yeah. Shyamalan. Yeah. Is it just because like uh, it's just natural, like natural reaction? To go for Just it? To, yeah, it. go for it. Yeah, reach it. That's why we tend to grab things that are burning hot, too. Is your hand, does that mean like there's a there's a greater calling for your hand? Like if your hand survives that, if you survive a flying shed, the blue octopus is kissing. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you just go back to your regular, like, do you just come into the radio station every day after that? You shouldn't. Yeah. Or do you, like, there's something better for you out there. You're being saved this for something. This hand might be a surgeon hand. It's being uh, wasted here. Yeah, don't waste. Yeah, Turning mics on and yeah, off. Pushing oh, buttons, <laughs> playing commercials. This hand maybe should be doing heart surgery. What about the brain matches the hand? Oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you might need that. All, all the pieces. Right, 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 all right. the pieces have to fit together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey, how you doing? I'm good, yourself? Hi. Doing fantastic. Um, what's this? You ended up getting into a couple wrecks? Yeah, I got uh, one of the passenger in a semi. Um, the guy misses gears going uphill, so in this hill you gotta go like from seven to five to three in a hurry. Okay. I uh, end up stopping going up, and uh, I told him to hold on to the steering wheel because we're gonna flip it on my side, and he did. Um, I had this weird feeling to get into the back of the bunk, and uh, when I went to go move, a tree came through the roof and uh, crushed my leg and I was pinned for about an hour and 45 minutes before the firefighters came oh. and if I didn't move uh, that tree would have went through my stomach oh jeez so like a little pin, a pinned leg there yeah. is, was nothing something told you just kind of move yeah yeah and then uh, on the second one which was my fault um, <laughs> I passed out at the wheel uh oh and uh, I was doing about, uh, I would say 105, and I uh, passed out, I hit the ditch. I tried to keep it straight, but uh, my leg ended up turning the steering wheel. Yeah. And ended up flipping it on the passenger side. Uh, when it came around to the highway again, it flipped it on the driver's side. Oh, my God. Uh, I got knocked out in, in it. How, how big of a ride? Uh, I woke up, and I looked at myself. I could see every bone in my hand. Um Oh. Well, this sounds like it was as bad as it should well, have been. it could been. have been death. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's crazy. So I looked and I was like, I'm not going to get pinned in a semi again. So I decided to uh, just try to get out. And thankful for a trucker coming by just to see if anyone was inside. Yeah. He uh, wow. pulled his head in, saw me. And then um, he's like, yeah, buddy, there's no way we can get you out. You're going to have to wait for the, uh, for the emergency. Right. Holy crap. And oh, you, crazy. Yeah, and you did this your second time. That was a semi as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. man. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell the story, yeah, Corey. Yeah, me too, Corey. Yeah, thanks have for a great that. day. Hi, you too. Okay, bye-bye. This text here says, it's crazy you guys are having this conversation. On this day in 2018, I was snowboarding in France 
with low visibility and I fell off a cliff off the side of the mountain. I free fell for what felt like five minutes. (gasps) I thought for sure this was the end of everything. I couldn't see anything and then I landed. I walked away with nothing but a bruised tailbone. We went back the next day when the clouds had clear and it was sunny and it was about an 80 foot fall. Oh man. Yeah, you, with 80 feet, there's enough time to think that you're dead. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, you lucky. You are so yeah, lucky. that you didn't catch a tree, a rock, or anything. Yeah. Jeez. Also, you got to learn French next time you go to France, because you got to read them signs. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, yeah, my what's God. what's French for Cliff? You got to read them signs. Yeah. Cliff. <laughs> uh, James, how you doing? Oh, good. Good. Excellent. Awesome. Um, you, you had a situation where it could have ended, like, really terribly. Yep. In yeah. fact, RCMP here in Manitoba told me that when uh, a few years ago, my brand new motorcycle I bought, a big V twin, 126 horsepower. Nice. I was driving at about 70 or 80 K. Yeah. It wasn't that I struck a deer. A deer hit me. Oh, right no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it destroyed the signal light, dented the tank, hit my shin, uh, oh. broke this, the rear fiberglass tail bag, demolished the license plate, the rear uh, signal lights, swung midair yeah. around the back side of my bike, landed on the other side of the highway, and my brother's behind me on another motorcycle, oh. and he said he wished he had an action camera to, to view all this. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was horrible. Did you lay it out? No, I what? stayed upright. Man, my, my arms locked what? up. How did you keep the bike upright? <laughs> Holy crap. Well, when, when I called, when I called Bar CMP about the, about the, uh, the dead deer on the highway, yeah. she asked me, she said, are you kidding me? She said, you're staying upright. I said, yeah, I said, I locked my arms. The front wheel oh. wobbled. Yeah. Yeah. You had a little bit of a wobble. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But wow. I kept it upright, and I just, you know, I kept. Uh, I like I've driven bikes before, so you don't apply any brakes. You just let it glide to this to the side of the road. Yeah. And I stopped, and I'll tell you, I was using expletives under that helmet. I <laughs> bet. And you were fine, like not not a scratch on you. All I had was a was a bruised, a lightly bruised shin. That was wow. it. Because when I when I got back to my my brother's cottage, I I took my the the gear off. I looked. I had a bruised shin, but huh. I was fully geared up. Holy wow. crap! You're lucky. Yeah, that is that a lucky worse. time. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Thanks, yeah. James. Thanks, James. Yeah. And guys, hey, you four. I watch your show every day. A friend oh. told me about it. I'm from Winnipeg, and I love the the humor oh. you have about Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. I'm from there, so Crash is, Crash is yeah, from well, there, Crash, so you. you get it you get it right on <laughs> yeah we feel like we have some sort of license to kind of crap all over you guys in winnipeg yeah, but yeah. we love you yeah. we do we, yeah, we love you i love you guys too you, you guys do a great show oh appreciate it buddy thanks for listening thanks and james yeah <laughs> take bye. care okay. bye okay what a time that's crazy like i couldn't imagine like uh, when i had my crotch rocket well, I that's imagine, where you were riding it too I, was yeah, in yeah. manitoba i could not imagine a deer smoking the side of me i that's why i, I said did you lay it out and I, I feel like that's just what happens i would imagine right right yeah they'll, yeah. they'll take a car off the road yeah let alone someone on a bike because i'm overly dramatic when i get a bee in my helmet I'm like, <laughs> well that's a bee like a, that's a bumblebee yeah yeah right Whoa. <laughs> the damage it can do <laughs> this text here at five six seven eight nine says hey guys when i was young i got kicked square in the chest by a pony i was only six mm-hmm. the kick sent me flying backwards landing on my back and gasping for air i remember trying my hardest not to cry even though i was told specifically not to stand behind the pony i was six and i stood behind the pony mm-hmm. i had 
two hoof-sized bruises on my chest, but I was completely fine. Not a broken bone, nothing. Even a six-year-old had that pride. Because you, you can cry from a horse kick. But not a pony. Not a pony. <laughs> not a pony. <laughs> but don't stand behind the ponies, I guess. Don't stand behind a pony. <laughs> uh, here, let's throw one more in. Uh, Sarah, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing Hi. pretty good. Uh, something happened to you that uh, should have ended uh, oh. terribly, right? Oh, goodness, yes. Um, yeah. When I was 14, I was crossing the street legally. I had everybody stopped and just about made it to the other side and the guy just decided he didn't want to wait anymore yeah. worked out and hit me dead on <gasps> in the rib no oh my gosh and i don't remember exactly what happened i was knocked out but i woke up skidding backwards on my face about 50 feet away from where oh, i got hit. oh my god and yeah it was insane my adrenaline was going so i didn't know if i had any you know, damages or not, my shoe is missing. I'm not going to lie. I punched the guy in the face. Well, yeah, yeah the immediate reaction, of course. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was bad. So I get to the hospital, and of course, I mean, like my face is completely shredded. Yeah, I've got road rash. But the only thing that actually was like a quote unquote long term issue was I just lost feeling in my left knee from nerve damage. Huh. But that's but, it. Yeah. I walked I mean, that's, that's it. not, it's not great. Totally yeah, but, fine. but no broken bones, no nothing. You, you're like, no, you're no concussion. You have full mobility of your body. Like you're able to, to live and work and. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just have nerve damage in my left knee. So I just, I can't feel that. But yeah. other than that, I'm totally fine. Sarah, wow. after this uh, incident, after, uh, after you're like, wow, that's crazy. You should have went into like being a stuntman. Obviously, your body is is ready for it and built for it. You're working with like Tom Cruise and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like barrel the... rolling out of yeah. cars and stuff. That's cool. Sarah gets up. She's like uh, totally cool. Sarah's cool as hell. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, well, I was. Oh, go ahead. I'm scared to cross the street for um, oh, 133 bet. now, and I'm still terrified. I so bet. Oh. work is not for me. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear ya. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I'm glad you lived to tell the tale. Thanks me for sharing too, that. Gosh, Sarah. Me too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you, you too. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A chief superintendent with the Mounties has made a passionate plea last week to a middle-aged man missing since he was just three years old to pick up the phone and call police. Now, if that seems like a weird opening line to you, it is. The RCMP attempted to speak directly to Jeffrey Dupre, who disappeared from his front yard in Slave Lake, Alberta, back in April of 1980. Hmm. Here's the interesting thing, though, is that Jeffrey Dupre probably doesn't know that his family or the RCMP have never stopped trying to bring him home. Oh. So they think that he's alive. Oh. But was taken. Oh. Oh. And so he was a whole new identity was created. Well, he was a child. He was a toddler. Oh, he he might. So he probably doesn't know he was taken. He probably doesn't even know that he was abducted. Holy crap. So they're saying if you think you might be this man. Yeah. To call them. What a weird ask. eh? The RCMP (laughs) said, quote, you probably moved around a lot in your early life. Maybe you even feel like you're different from the rest of your family. This is a gamble, though, because what if he doesn't want to know? Well, what if he's then he won't call? What if he's got the perfect life? But now if he didn't, he didn't think about it before. But now he does. Now he does. Now it's he's like, oh, God, my uh, my name is out there. uh, My face is out there. What is this? And then, meanwhile, he's had a perfect upbringing. Yeah, maybe like Crash thinks. Maybe there's some real great people that kidnapped this child. 
Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You think that they kidnapped? Yeah. I don't know. They did a... Uh, uh, a great uh, job on it. <laughs> but you don't know a, that. The RCP did an age progression of Jeff. It's up in the app there. That like that looks like a guy. Oh my god! Oh, I thought that was a. I thought that's the guy. No, oh. that's the. Oh, that's, that's what they think well he may done. look like. Oh, that that's is what well they done. think that the, this person might look like now. Oh yeah. my god! I get like uh, progressing the face and stuff like that because you know computers can do that. Yeah. yeah. But to assume glasses well, you, and also the style he would choose, you can tell certain individuals are glass people. He looks like my dad if my dad had all his hair. Oh my god! No way, really? Yeah, like same eyes, same mouth, same nose. Oh, same face shape. Oh. I think your dad might be a little too old, though. I think so. Yeah, he's almost in his sixties. Yeah. Do you know your dad's parents? Yes. Do they seem like? Oh yeah, kidnappers. <laughs> oh no, they, oh. he's very, <laughs> he's very much related. Yeah, your oh, dad, god. your dad wasn't two years old though in nineteen eighty. So no, he wasn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah, on the day that he went missing. Uh, apparently, Jeffrey, the toddler, said that he was going to play with his friend next door. Mom agreed and went inside to do laundry. It was then when the friend came to the door looking for her son that she realized that something was wrong. One major clue at the time, several witnesses claimed that they saw Jeffrey being coaxed by a man and a woman into a 1978 or 1980 GMC or Chevrolet short box pickup with chrome wheels. Now they do believe that this happened. Um, that's what the that's what the witnesses say, and he was taken out of the Slave Lake area. If this right, guy, um, can you imagine being that mom? Oh, God. all these years, and she's still yeah. looking. Oh. If this guy like actually comes forward, it'd be crazy. Like, his best bet first is to talk to Netflix because yeah. what a special that would yeah, be. Yeah, it would be yeah. a special, right? If and you want to open up your life to everybody like that, but yeah, yeah. They say that there's no new evidence, there's no suspects to talk about, but RCMP are hopeful that uh, speaking publicly about this case will now generate new tips. He said, quote, I can assure you this still remains a very active investigation. Investigators over the past 40 years have always maintained that Jeffrey would be alive. Hmm. Police say they did a ton of searching, including like ground-based search, database search, but nothing was ever found. Yeah, that's uh, wow. That's a crazy story. Mm. Would they have like could the parents submit DNA? I bet they probably tried mm. to, like the twenty threes and me's, the ancestries, yeah, to see if there's any hits. Because maybe by chance he, yeah. yeah, and you're like, that's weird. Just this random dude shows up in your family tree, and you're like, oh my god. Are you surprised? Uh, again, it's up in the app. There's Jeff as a two year old, and Jeff is possibly what like a forty five year old now. Yeah, yeah. Um, does that look like the same person? Well, I mean, I trust the computers. Like, I guess the eyebrows. I mean, yeah, a little bit. The nose. Yeah, the eyebrows, the nose. Yeah. Eyes? No, I don't know. The eyes kind of look different, but... And, like, they put him with, like, poker straight hair. Yeah, he's got curly but hair. But as a kid, he's, like, just wild tight curls. But who among us didn't as a child, right? Yeah. It's also a different hair color, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the computer knows what it's doing. Like Face-wise, I could see that's just the, oh man, that actually looks like the, a picture of a person. What? I know. I thought it was a picture. Yeah, of a person. not a yeah. computer rendering, yeah, right? It's well done, but I don't know how they really got it off that baby photo. What does computer rendering Jeff do? Works in sales, maybe? Uh, it looks IT. Always oh, a tech guy because the glasses, right? <laughs> just off screens on an inhaler too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's hanging on a lanyard yeah. around his neck. <laughs> Man, it's this is a crazy story. So again, RCMP says 
if you are, if you're, you know, maybe you, if you remember living in Slave Lake in the 80s, but mm-hmm. again, you would have been a toddler. Mm-hmm. You may not know that your family or the cops have never stopped looking for you. You've probably moved around a lot in your early life. Maybe you feel like you're different from the rest of your family. Maybe looking at that photo rendering, you might see some similarity. If you believe that you're Jeff, please call the Slave Lake RCMP. You would think that they would have rolled out like, give us like five variations of this dude. Mm-hmm. Right, like some people are saying, like give him, give him a little more hair color, oh, like I different see. hair yeah, color, like give, give a few different options, and yeah, people are saying like get rid of the glasses, but do, this, do ones without the glasses. This mom has lived all these years. Yeah, thinking oh. she lives yeah. in Ottawa now. Oh. Terrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. So have a look at it, and uh, yeah, maybe you are maybe maybe this is like if this is a dude you work with, maybe show him the photo. Yeah, She's like hey, did you see this story? I feel like a lot of people work with a dude like this. Everyone's got computer <laughs> I know, problems. You're, right. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not wrong. So hopefully they find him. Yeah. And hopefully he's reunited. Hmm. Give, give, give his mom some well, closure. Hopefully he, he, he likes that idea. Well, I... I Talk about turning your life upside down. To find out that you were abducted? Yeah. Or maybe that you could I'm have the, had a much better life? Possibly, yeah. Or oh, maybe you had a been. great life. Right? Yeah. Oh. All right, off to the Dominican Republic we go, where this isn't a story about enjoying your vacation or the uh, sand and the sun. Uh, This is actually the story about a man uh, who did something very wrong when he tried to make his farts smell better. Oh, no. How do you make a fart smell better? Like Uh, internally or like a spray? The name of the man has not been released, but a team of medics had to put a man into emergency surgery after he put a can of Glade air freshener up his butt. No, he didn't. No, no. In order to, quote, make his fart smell better. (laughs) (laughs) What is this story? You said a can of it? A whole can. Like not even like the little Glade plug-in? No, like it's glass like, inserts? like, you know, like the Glade, the spray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. bathroom can? The man's wife claimed that she put the Glade product up her husband's bomb. She did this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At his request, apparently they were having a wild night of passionate lovemaking, but the man had a little bit of gas. Mm-hmm. And in order to make his fart smell just that much better, he also said that he would most likely enjoy the uh, Glade can going up there. It was a win-win for both parties. No. Better smelling farts and pleasure. Like how, why would you ever think that would help your beehole? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. They're obviously loaded, right? I can't tell you. Crash. I don't know why people do what they do. Like, would you, would you, if I had problems, would you ever, like, throw it up there? No. I'd be, like, just shaking my butt. I would never, ever do that for you. Oh, what do you think of that smell? Hmm? Now, granted, if you could air freshen the room. Oh, how about that? Huh. I fart flowers, guys. Well, actually, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. This one's got, like, that ball in there that I gotta shake, too. (laughs) You're shaking your up there, buddy? I gotta shake that. (laughs) Damn, I shouldn't have had the broccoli and cabbage this evening. But it doesn't matter. I smell like flowers, hon. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second, babe. That's not a can of Glade up your butt. Oh, yes, it is. If you're shaking it like that, that's actually spray paint. You're doing graffiti on the floor. Oh. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm like a Picasso here. <laughs> You're like Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put this one up for auction. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> There's no way you can fit a can like that up your 
beehole, though. Yeah, apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently he did it. Now they, uh, the couple, did say that one of the reasons crash why uh, they were able to get it up there okay is because they've done it before, but with what? other excuse me um, with other objects. Oh, in, okay, including uh, vegetables and aubergines, which is also Jeez. eggplants. Oh, um, both her and him have done it. They said. Oh, okay. They like that, and they thought this would work, and then they thought that it would change the smell of the farts. We uh, remember when I think it was before the uh, new year. We had a uh, doctor on with us, a nurse, we and did. she said, if you're going to do this kind of play, if you're going to have fun like this, yeah. always make sure there is a string yeah. that you can pull it out with. Right. A little PSA there. <laughs> this text here says, oh my God, I can't wait for the next now garage sale oh, for Crash's artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I go for big bucks, guys. Oh, bring boy. your wallets. Yeah, that'll bring be really your wallets. Good. It's a cash only deal. There you go. So, <laughs> so don't don't do it. Um, he had to go through a two hour surgery. He is going to be a okay. But they uh, doctors also say that putting a can of spray Glade up your butt is not going to make your farts smell better. I'm surprised uh, he needed surgery for that. Like you think if uh, it sounds like they they play around a lot. In that area, yeah, you think it, a doctor think, could just throw in some gloves and go? F- I think because it got, whoop. I think it got away from him. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think that's what's going on there. All right, if you guys have seniors in your life who are living their best life, and actually, as a matter of fact, kind of like outshining your health, mm-hmm. well, this is these stories aren't going to make you feel any better. First of all, let's head over to Toronto, where Mary Lar is seventy-one years old, and apparently, she has been running every single day for more than one thousand days. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, that's this a woman. You're into running. Why aren't you doing this? Because I don't have 71-year-old time. <laughs> what else has she got to do? I guess, yeah, she's running. Yeah. She's running. Does she figure if she sits down, she dies? Um, I, I don't know. I think she said she started running during the pandemic. Oh, she had okay. nothing else to do. Yeah. So she was like, well, I'm going to lace up then and go for a run every day. Good for her. So for the last like three years, she's laced up her shoes and put one foot in front of the other and headed out for a run. Is this like a Jason Statham and Crank situation? Was her heart stolen and replaced with a battery bag where she has to keep moving? I know, right? She said she's never even really been much of a runner. She said she went to the gym. She was on a treadmill, but just to walk and watch TV. And then she said during the pandemic, she said, nope, I'm going to figure this out. She said the gyms were closed, but the sidewalks were open. Hmm. So the 68-year-old back then hit the open sidewalks and began running five or six kilometers a day, working her way up to about 14 kilometers per day. Wow. She said she's also gone through over five pairs of shoes. And she also said that she no longer has nice looking feet. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're all calloused up. Yeah. Did she like, did the proclaimers roll into her playlist? And I would. Oh, walk I bet. 500 miles. She's like, I will. For Let's sure they this. would. For some reason, for the news story, they put her in a fluorescent penny and taped or hung a paper message to her chest. Oh, is she a problem in traffic? I, <laughs> I think she wears. I've got another one of her in that penny. She okay. really, well, maybe the area is bad with traffic. I put a picture up in the app there for you guys to have a look at. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I guess if you're a runner, you want to be seen, right? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about the paper on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's 70, so I'm sure she's not making great time across the intersection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Super quick, give <laughs> us a shout, 780-489-4669, or text us if you like at 56789. Um, do you have a senior in your life that is doing, like, extreme sports? Like, running every day for a thousand days is pretty extreme. Yeah, it's very extreme. It's extreme. Yeah. 
Are they hitting the mountains every weekend doing double blacks, triple blacks? Yeah, like do you? And they're is, like, what <laughs> is your seventy-year-old like grandpa hitting the mountains and like snowboarding? Uh, and also, here's another example of a senior really living his best life. Apparently, the world's oldest surfer is almost ninety years old Ooh. and heads out into the ocean to catch all of the waves that he can. Now, he said that he was a busy owner of a company for a long time. So at 80 years old, he started climbing Mount Fuji. He felt, though, that that wasn't challenging challenging oh. enough. So he turns 90 later this year, and he's now being recognized by the Guinness World Records as the oldest man to surf. Oh, he cool. also said that he's not going to let 90 slow him down. He wants to try bouldering as well. When asked if he would ever bungee jump, he said, no, it's too scary. <laughs> oh my goodness well and his bones might explode out of his body yeah. <laughs> that's true look at, yeah. look at him go he did say he would like to surf until he was about 100 years old which is pretty cool mm -hmm. he says he gets out on most weekends on a beach and it doesn't matter if it's cold or not he wears a wetsuit if you do have an active grandparent in your life uh you're not thrilled about it right well, well, I think you are somewhat. You're no? happy that they're taking care of their bodies and they're yeah. going to be with us for a long time. Are you, you worried that they're going to break and then you really have to take care of them? No, you just want to be like outshined by grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to feel lazy because yeah. grandma's out there running every day. Well, that's just it, right? Yeah. And you would. Yeah. Or like if you were... Yeah, of course you would. If your grandma or grandpa is hitting like double blacks on the weekend and you're like barely... Like you don't even ski YouTube because mm -hmm. you just can't anymore you're worried about dislocating your shoulder yeah our buddy Geoff just shot a text <clears throat> yeah what's his up? mom and dad 72 74 they do boot camp twice a week no problem what holy crap that's incredible <sighs> although this, like Geoff's so super sporty though too so his parents aren't making him look bad yet maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be sporty but he's like damn you parents <laughs> <laughs> hey, I must play hockey all the time otherwise you're <laughs> a disappointment yeah maybe sorry Geoff <laughs> <laughs> we love you. But yeah, you yeah, feel the pressure, right? Of course you would. Yeah. You would feel pressure. I feel the pressure, absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hi. Doing fantastic. Um, you're uh, you're a bit up there in age, right? Um, it's actually not about me. It's oh. about my grandpa. <laughs> oh, oh crash. Thanks, Haley. <laughs> Haley, you gave me an interesting description. I wasn't She's sure. She's typing to go with really it. fast. Okay, so it's about your grandpa. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so my grandpa is retired. Um, he's probably close to 80 by now. Like, he's 77 getting yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, so he still plays baseball. Like, he still is in a league. He plays, like, he travels and still plays baseball and all wow. of that. But I'm actually calling because my grandpa, um, my mom and dad just bought a lake lot. And my grandpa told my mom and my dad that he could build the garage for it in two days. Oh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I can still do full construction, no problem. He'll probably do it. Oh, absolutely. He, uh, he built our bunkhouse, like for the lake lot. He built it in like a day. Like, I like with, my, with my mom and my dad helping, like he just. He doesn't take breaks. He just goes, goes, oh goes. God, he's like, like crash. Yeah, old, once, he's old crash. Yeah, yeah. That's this is my future right there. Once I start something, I will power through till I finish yeah, it. Yeah, I like when Crash and I are working on a project while well, I'm helping Crash with his. I just want to like sit down and drink a bubbly once in a while, and he yeah. yells at me. Mars like, is such a distraction. What? No, I just want to take a break. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my parents. My parents warn us. They're like, you know, if you come out and Grandpa's there, you 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 gotta help. Like you can't be sitting down because <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's gonna be yelling. 
He's going to say something. He's going to get mad at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, there good go. for him. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Can you build a garage in two days? I feel like I could. If I got all supplies on site, yeah, yeah everything's everything's delivered. Yeah. It's dropped off. You yeah. got two days. You think you could build a full garage? Yep. Get up, have a good, a good hearty breakfast, a couple coffees, get to it. Get wow. framing. You can do that, but you cannot tell how old someone is by the sound of their voice. <laughs> yeah. So you sound incredibly <laughs> old and honest. I didn't want to judge. That was pretty funny. What are you like pushing ninety? She's like. <laughs> She's like, it's not me. It's okay. Whoops. It's all right. Uh, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Excellent. Hi. Uh, your uncle. Uh, your uncle's the old one. He's, uh, what is he, 86? He's 86 now, but until about three years ago. And yeah. my aunt was um, competed with them too, but my uncle um, was the world's men's racquetball, master's racquetball champion. Damn. No way. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, and so we traveled around the world yeah. um, competing against people. There, there weren't any people old enough for him to wow. compete against. So did he, he did he always, against, yeah, did he always compete in a certain age group, or was he, like, battling everyone? Uh, he ended up battling most people because they didn't have enough people. Huh. But his background, he was in the military, and he was a recreation specialist. Yeah. So he he was so now the poor guy walks with a walker because oh. his back is so toast. Oh. Well, racquetball is hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's not underestimate yeah. what racquetball is. That's really tough. Good for him. Yeah, and for him doing that, yeah. what did you say up till like four years ago? Yeah, yeah, he's in his eighties. Wow, Absolutely that's incredible. awesome. Yeah, okay, thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Um. So like. If we went out to play racquetball, yeah. you know that we would suck. If I saw and this, this old, guy's like 82. Yeah, if I saw this old dude in there, I'd be like, you're going down, buddy. Yeah. And then he'd make me cry. No, stay away from the from the old dudes at the racquetball court. Why? Because no one started playing racquetball since like 1984. Like it's all. Oh, like start, they are. It was, it was the thing for a time and no one's picked it up in the last 35 good years. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> they are expert. Because it's too hard. Know. It's yeah. too hard. This one says my mom is 78 and she did the mud race with us three years ago and she killed it. Oh, I looked at doing the mud race. That's uh, 78 years yeah, old. That's a lot hard. of climbing and a falling and a. It yeah. is. And lots of mud. Yeah, Not lots for me. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? Hey. Hi. Yeah, good, good. Um, sorry, my dad will be 74 next month. Yeah. And he, he goes camping for three weeks at a time in the mountains um, yeah. in a tent. And if it's too cold, he will sleep. He has a bed, like an Ikea bed in his van <laughs> that he will sleep in if it, if it wakes up with snow or something. Huh. But from May all the way until so the day they open to the day they close, he's there for three weeks at a time. Three weeks. Wow. So he's, he's living like off-grid life, like off the backwoods. Well, like at a campsite. Yeah. But in... Yeah, he's not camping how like Mars would like to camp. No, he's not glamping. He's like <laughs> camping, camping. Does he like? Are you, is he reachable? Like, do you guys can you reach him by phone? No, no, my dad is very no. <laughs> no tech. He's like, no, I'm no. out here to enjoy the wilderness. Does he? Does he, he live? Does he live with a lady or with your mom or does he have a partner? No, no, he's he's by himself. Okay. So my sister lives in Jasper, and so when my dad needs to get Wi-Fi or something, he will go in. To the city and sit on my sister's front step 
<laughs> but he refuses to go in. He's She's like, no, work. no, I'm still outside. <laughs> She's, at- <laughs> She's at work. Oh, wow, that's hardcore. Yeah, that big time, yeah. Yeah, that's hardcore. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Wow. Like, that's an, uh, that's an inspiration. Sure. Um, I mean, no one's ever seen him out in the woods, though, have they? Wow, that's he could a good be at point. the Fairmont Jazz for two weeks. We never know. His toenails yeah. look immaculate when you get back. He's just getting pampered. Dad, you were living out there. The softest feet ever. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's the river water. Wow. This text here says, my dad is 70. He plays pickleball and goes swimming twice a week. Mm. This text here says, my grandma learned karate in her late 60s. Oh, cool. She now has a black belt and has announced she wants to learn how to belly dance. (laughs) Yes. This text here says, my Jima is 75 and she'll take her little chainsaw and go out and cut down trees without anybody helping her. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's great. Well, someone's got to do the firewood because people hate doing it. (laughs) Take care of your bodies, guys, because you want to be these 75-year-olds. Yeah. Lumberjacking never ends. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Great stories. All right, this is a crazy Vegas story that you haven't heard before. A couple was staying at the Excalibur Resort in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, and they noticed some weird stuff happening in their room. Things seemed to be knocked over in the bathroom. There was a weird sound in the wall and they saw what appeared to be pee in the shower oh oh now it wasn't just a clumsy ghost with an overactive bladder what was it it was in fact a cat oh a cat got in there they woke up one night at four in the morning and it was just standing in their room looking at them. Oh my God. I'd be like, oh my God, someone spiked my drink again. Now they called security, but it was difficult getting the cat out because it had discovered a hiding place under the sink where no one could reach it. Mm. There was a small crevice and the staff actually had to take the cabinet apart in order to get the cat out. The couple later found out that the previous guest reported losing their cat and just left Las Vegas. They just, uh, what? I know, I don't know who just leaves their cat, but apparently these people do. They didn't think that the cat was lost in the room, though. They thought it had snuck out and, I don't know, went down to the casino. I do love this gambling couple went to Vegas with their cat. I know, why are you in Vegas with a cat? Maybe they lost a gambling. Maybe. Maybe. It had been six days since that guest had left and the couple had been there for three. The cat apparently survived by coming out at night and drinking toilet water. Anyways, the cat is fine, and it's since been reunited with its rightful owner. In a strange twist, the couple in the room were both veterinarians who were in town for a conference, and they documented the experience on TikTok. Oh, that's perfect. I've got a little bit of audio here for you um, from the, the, uh, the people who were in the room. Have a listen. So it's uh, four in the morning in Vegas, and I heard some weird sounds in our hotel room. Oh, he's purring. I don't know. Cats in my hotel room. <laughs> Some other weird things that happened, so we just put all this together. There was pee in the shower, and I was like, Arthur, why did you pee in the shower? <laughs> you pee in the shower? thought it was her husband peeing in the shower. Did she record this like when she was excessively tired? It was four in the morning in Las Vegas. Everything's funny at four in the morning. Oh, it is. That's right. That's right. (laughs) What a great cat. Yeah. To piss in the shower. Right? Yeah. He pissed on the sheets. He could have. Yeah. Um, By the way, the cat is was actually also quite large. Yeah. Me and Ginge put photos up in the after. Yeah. Mine, it's got its tongue out. 
Great shot. Is he that? He doesn't look that big. Yeah. This is what our our gal, Chloe, is supposed to look like, I think. Oh, no. Really? That is what she looks like, Crash. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Work in progress. From a distance. Work. <laughs> if you squint. <laughs> She's got that bit of a paunch at the bottom. Just a That's little okay. bit. Just we all bit. do. It's fine. Yeah, she's just like a little bit. Oh, there look is. at that cat. Oh, he's that's a good looking kitty. Yeah, that's what Chloe cat. looks like. Yeah. Can you, um, <laughs> there is pet friendly hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typically for dogs. Typically. Can you bring your cat? I, think I so. guess. I didn't even know that was an option. They probably don't even ask. Do they? I don't know. If it's a pet friendly hotel, you're like, oh, I'm bringing my pet. I, do they even care? Or do who, you who, brings, you, who brings their pet while they're gambling in Las Vegas? Well, if you don't leave it home for, if you yeah. couldn't find oh, a pet yeah, center. Oh, yeah, I guess. And you don't have to be like a, a person that's in the casino for 15 hours. Oh, really? You think the people that just left their cat in Las Vegas weren't sitting in casinos for 15 like hours? stand-up individuals, they okay. tried. You think the people that brought their cat to Las Vegas don't make weird choices? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, this text here says, what the heck are two veterinarians staying at Excalibur? They were there for a veterinarian conference that was going on. I think he's oh. talking about the hotel itself. Oh, Let's I think... make some money. The conference was at the hotel, mm. so... Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, the Excalibur has seen better days. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you ever come home and there was a cat in your house that was not your cat? <laughs> bonus cat. <laughs> Bo- a bonus a cat? They find a way They in. do find a way. Mm-hmm. We had a ceiling cat when I was a teen. <gasps> you had a ceiling cat? Yeah. What? In our basement. Oh, what I happened? got in the ceiling tiles. Yeah. yeah. We were just hanging out watching TV, <laughs> and there was just like clamoring from the ceiling. Yeah. And then this cat dropped from the roof. Wow. Yeah. Broke through the tile. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long he'd been up there. Whose cat was it? We don't know. It was just some stray. He was missing the tail. He lived a hard life. Oh, my God. Oh. And it just made his way inside. Wow. Did was you was living in our ceiling for an undetermined amount of time. Did you kick him out, or did you keep him? Well, I had to go get him. I had to get him out. He had, he had to go back outside. You ran him out, outside. Well, yeah, but he was like he was a he was a he was a stray rogue cat. Like he was feral. He put up a hell of a fight. <laughs> had to put on oven mitts. Well, he probably didn't want to go outside. He did not want to. <laughs> yeah, it was and cold. Out you yeah. <laughs> Your tail's not the only thing that's going to be missed. Once a cat kitty. gets a taste of the ceiling, they'll never come back to land. No, the ceiling cats. Yes. Oh man. Oh, man. Was there a hole in your house? <laughs> no, we had cats ourselves. We'd be like, I don't know. Oh, was, door open and closed. Small town doors were open and closed. Yeah. Yeah. Going. yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a friend over didn't know which cat was ours just let this cat in i don't know yeah but this cat came busting through the ceiling and then it was an ordeal to get him out marzo oh and it was probably like dead of winter and it was it was bone cold oh oh, and up in the ceiling (laughs) tiles (laughs) all the heat would be up there so the the cat was just living it up and then there's gingy it wasn't winter but he was not uh he wasn't you weren't domesticating this cat yeah some he, you can he tell. He looked rough. Yeah. He, he wasn't looking for a warm place to live. And he did not like me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right. I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, did you have a cat just simply show up? Maybe mm-hmm. you came home from work and it was laying on your couch. <laughs> Maybe, uh, like, Ginger, you were sitting watching TV and it fell out of your ceiling. That would be great. Maybe you opened your garage door and there was a cat sitting on your landing trying to get into your house. Well, yeah, sometimes cats just zip in. Like, when we were living in the West End, sometimes that would happen if, a, like, a random cat walks by. Yeah. All of a sudden, it books it under the garage door. I'm like, no. Then open the door up. I'm like, get out. Yeah. All I have to say is if we were ever in a hotel room in Las Vegas and a cat showed up, that'd be the best night ever. Would it, though? Yes, it would be. Uh, I'd be so excited because I'd have a new cat. Oh, uh, I'd be like, I'm going back down to the casino. Hotel cat. And then you'd see the cat down there sitting next to you at the blackjack table. Yeah, yeah, we're both smoking cigars. Mew. <laughs> My lucky spot. cat. <laughs> That's right. All right. If you found or had... A rogue cat? Let us know. 
This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Has a cat ever got into your house or maybe your business? Yeah. And did it just turn into, well, your cat? Yeah, rogue cat. Just showed up. Yeah, they have it. It's in their toolbox. It's in their skill set. So they call them cat burglars because they're very sneaky right? cats. Yeah. They will, if there's a way, they'll find a way to get in. We're talking about this because a, uh, a couple uh, who were in Las Vegas for a veterinarian conference ended up finding a cat in their hotel room who was hiding behind the sink. The staff actually had to move the cabinet in order to get the cat out of the crevice. The kitty is going to do okay. He's been reunited with its owner. By the way, its owner was staying in the hotel room previously, so the cat cat was on its own for six days so the cat throughout the whole room cleaning uh not sure how thorough the room cleaning is well that's the other thing right point. like yeah um yeah. yeah they didn't hear the cat or anything i guess not mm-hmm. yeah I guess, I guess not maybe the room wasn't really clean oh. <laughs> uh seven eight oh four eight down for six six nine uh lords how you doing I am fine, thank you. How are you? Good, I'm good. good. Um, you ended up with a, a stray cat in your house, right? <laughs> I was many. <laughs> many, many. Okay. What's the situation yeah. here? We used to have this cat, and we used to leave a little crack of the window open for the cat to go in and out. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes we come to find like. Four, five, six cats inside the living room. <laughs> Sometimes they have their fight. Oh. They, they, we would be upstairs watching the TV or whatever, and then you hear a big cat fight. Yeah. Oh. And then we come to the living room and find like zoom, 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 like all the four, five, six cats living out of the window. Yeah. And so- a bunch of hair, and you know, when they fight, they. they each other's hair and oh yeah, cat. yeah, yeah! It's a cat fight. Yeah, it's just so, the hair is flying oh, everywhere. Yeah. So Was, your cat brought in a bunch of strays and then fought with them. Yeah, yeah, no, but the, the best day is when my cat had the the girlfriend hidden in the closet. Oh, your cat brought home his girlfriend gonna, and hid yeah. her in the closet. <laughs> It was wow. a beautiful white cat with blue eyes. Oh. <laughs> she was a lover. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, when you find yeah. a good one, you keep you her. Keep her, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it, I opened to get a blanket, and there was the cat. Oh, oh. you're like, well, you're precious. <laughs> Your cat was quite yeah, the personality. And you throw away a cat like that. <laughs> exactly, you exactly. You She's keep beautiful. That one. You can yeah. send them away. <laughs> no, She's no. Looking cute. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> All right. ended up uh, making their home there. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. 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 Now you got two. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Lords. You're welcome. Okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> um, That is adorable. And like she said, they're so cute. You can't kick them can't out. Mad at that. No. no. She has a little kitty cat fight club in her house. Yeah. Unless you're like Ginge. Just toss it out. <laughs> yeah. Garbage cat. Um, house is full. No room at the end. Have your baby in a manger. I do like that her cat, Lourdes's cat, brought home all the neighborhood cats to run a cat fight club mm-hmm. yeah. and hid his haughty blue-eyed girlfriend in the closet. Yeah, keep her away from danger. Yeah. <laughs> she might have been the prize. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. You don't want any blood on that beautiful white fur. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, let's do a Tia. Hello. Hey, how are you guys? Hi, we're good. good. Uh, We're talking about if random cats somehow got into your house. Uh, What was your uh, situation here? Yeah, so we moved in actually a year ago now to a brand new build um, just outside of the city. And there's some neighboring houses, a brand new kind of development. And Mm -hmm. when we looked around, there was this cat 
just hanging around outside and we didn't think much of it. And then the day that we move in, we come in with moving boxes and there's this cat just like sitting on the stairs. And I was like, well, okay, this is strange. So we kicked the cat out. So it was coming in and out of the house, right? The whole yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And like at one point, um, I was unpacking my clothes and this cat is in my master walk-in closet behind a shelf and just like a paw comes out at me. And it's completely claimed our whole master suite. Oh. So then we figured my my folks were taking care of our two border collies we have. So we like, we'll just get them over and it'll scare the cat. Yeah, the cat will run away, yeah. Absolutely not. This cat just completely ran the house. Like, our dog hid behind us. And the cat was like, yeah, this is my house. And, like, just was strutting on the counters. And my dogs were cowering. And I think it took, like, a month. We figured out it was our neighbor's cat, like, named Herbert or something. And they had to build, like, a whole cat enclosure because it kept on coming over. And it would be the door for our dogs. Wow. Holy cow. It was climbing the fence and trying yeah. to get in, and it was like meowing at our front window and the patio door to get back in. So after it was all said and done, you basically yeah, you basically ended up with a part-time cat. Yeah, and we're both like really allergic to cats, so we're like, okay, we like you, but you you have to go. And this cat was just absolutely not having it. And yeah, I think it took like two months or so for the yeah. cat to stop. Coward dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah, you thought the dogs would be uh, the, the, the dogs would fix the problem. So what happened to the cat? Like, did you find it a home or it was a neighbor's cat? Oh, it was a neighbor's cat. Oh. Yeah, it was a neighbor's cat who I guess had been coming over to make friends with the construction workers while gotcha. they were it, and they would like feed it sandwiches and stuff. So of course the cat's like, yeah, yeah this is actually yeah. this is my dig. So yeah, this yeah, the cat's been, like, this is this yeah, is the place. It's yeah, the palace that's being built here is for me. Oh, <laughs> obviously, that's so and then she tried it with all the other houses too. Um, yeah, and then they finally had to build a cat enclosure oh. because uh, it was just getting up to no good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, thanks to you. Thanks to you. <laughs> no problem. Okay, take care. Bye. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, think of uh, any new build. Like, that's uh, a big scratching post. When you have a construction cat, and he's coming around, and, like, everybody's feeding him sandwiches and hot dogs and stuff, and then the new people move in, construction cat's like, where's the goods? Where's the Mm -hmm. hot dogs? Where's those hot dogs? Yeah, Yeah, give them to me. And I love, like, moving day. Like, the cat's still tucked away in there. It's like, oh, no. German cat. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cat doesn't know. It doesn't understand uh, construction and title of ownership and, like, who no. owns the place yeah, now. all the legalities it around. Knows, it just knows location. Yeah. It's true. And it's a good time. And the construction workers, if they're eating tuna sandwiches, oh, yeah. maybe they're doing fresh tuna, probably giving the cat some tuna. Yeah. Right? Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, this is from Tyson. He says, I lived on Vancouver Island and we were getting ready to move to Alberta. My dad heard meowing coming from one of our pump sheds and he looked in there and there was a mother cat with 10 kittens. So we had to take care of those kittens. Um, We gave them all away when they were of age and we took the mom to Alberta. When we moved into our new house, another cat showed up and they got into a huge fight. That cat that fought our cat walked into our house Christmas Day and never left. Oh, wow. Oh. So you ended up with two cats. Yeah, oh my gosh. but the cat came in your house Christmas Day, beat, beat up your current up. cat, yeah. and then claimed the house. Merry well, Christmas. Once it won, yeah. It's wow. its house now. Uh, Christmas tale. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> they should, you should have a rematch, because the one cat sounds like it was still recovering from childbirth. That's not really a fair fight. I agree. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah you're gonna, I agree. if you're going to cat fight, do it, do it correct. Yeah. Right? Or don't yeah. do it at all. Yeah, Make sure they're right. both healthy yeah. cats. Yeah. <laughs> they're top notch. <laughs> uh, Spencer, how are you doing? I am well, thank you. And yourself? Hi. Doing fantastic. Um, uh, you had a random cat show up, right? We did. I was working for an interior designer that does up uh, Christmas for some of his clients. Yeah. 
and he had a meeting to go to and I was picking up coffee so I came to the house a little bit later and his other associate was already in working and when I came there was this cat at the door meowing so I let it in and I was like oh what a cute little cat and the other associate's like oh that's not his cat I'm like what do you mean it's not his cat they're like it doesn't belong here I'm like it looks like it belongs here he came in made itself at home on the couch like what the pillow I'm like okay so I grabbed the cat and put it outside and a couple hours later two ladies knock on the door and we're like, why are they knocking on the door? And they were persistent. And we're like, well, we just won't answer it. And they can see us. So I'm like, okay, we better answer it. And these two women are like, I'm so sorry, but your poor cat wants in and it's cold outside. Oh, you're like, this isn't our cat. That it's not my house and it's not the owner's cat and it just wants in. And they're like, well, it's circling around at all the windows and doors. Oh. To make sure. And I'm like, I don't want to stay with this poor cat. So I looked at the associate. I'm like, can I let it in? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, just do it. Fine. Let yeah, that cat. just let him in. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, this cat just decided it belonged at this house. Yep, yep. That's, sometimes they do that. They pick you, you they know. They pick the home. They pick the home. And sometimes you just have to let it you happen. You just have to let it That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is but beyond it your control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Spencer. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Like, if a cat was at our front door, I think I would let it in oh, here. Without like, a doubt. at work? I wouldn't even think twice about yeah, it. It's not your house. You don't question it. Why would yeah, we? just let it in. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I'd let it in. Haley would take it home for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so that's okay. Let in all the cats. Well, the cat would, funny farm. Yeah, the cat would be here forever, though, because good luck finding it. Like, there's rafters and, oh like... Oh, my God. Like, there's, this is a, a cat's dream, oh, yeah, we talked this before. building. Once a cat yeah. gets a taste of the ceiling, oh, goodbye, kitty. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. ceiling cat. Uh, Kayla at 56789 says, Hey, guys, we had a giant cat. His name was Moose. He was a big, fit boy. He used to headbutt the screens on the windows to get out of our house while we were gone. Oh, yeah. Our neighbor, Wayne, didn't have any pets. One day, we were out walking the dogs and we came back and my dad went, oh, I didn't know Wayne had a cat. Wow, that looks a lot like Moose. Oh. And I said, Dad, that is Moose. <laughs> it turns out Moose would headbutt the screens on our windows to leave, headbutt the screens to go sleep in Wayne's laundry hamper. In his hamper? <laughs> his granddaughter used to feed him cheese slices, which is why he wanted to go to Wayne's. Oh, so That's the cat adorable. would go get cheese slices and then go curl up in the And then hamper. have a nap. Got you know what? If I got fed <laughs> cheese slices, right? I'd feed somebody's house all the time. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, this text here from Chicken and Spruce says, growing up we used to have a dog door in our screen door and we would always come home and find the neighbor's cat sleeping in our stuffed animal room <laughs> i always wondered we have like uh, some cat doors inside the house yeah so yeah we can have like a door like to their litter box closed That's and they can go through too. the door yeah. yeah but if you have that exterior cat door or dog door how are you keeping really? how are you controlling well, who's coming in and you out? have that it's chipped not to the outside Oh, not yeah. to the outside. No, we have a cat door to our garage, and yeah. then we have a cat door to the basement. We don't have one outside. Yeah, because okay. I, I have Bolt. to uh, feed our uh, other cat, Phoebe, separate from yeah. Chloe. So I built her like a mini cat condo, mm. and I put uh, a door on an electric door that it works off her chip. It's a cat door, so right. it'll Chloe, only open for her. Yeah. Chloe tries to go in there to get food, right. and she's like, stupid, because yeah. mm-hmm. you can't get in because it won't respond to her chip. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. locked. So that's that's what you would do with the doors that go to the outside. Use one I of would these guess. Do we have ones. them here, or are we too cold of a climb? Uh, like, is anyone keeping an outdoor? Well, just I imagine, could, like I a mean, big dog. I mean, door? you're not, pretty drafty. You're not supposed to let your cats roam. No, you're not so. supposed to. Yeah. But like, I, I bet you people have dog doors. Yeah, to their backyard. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, how do you, you insulate that thing? You have to, Not really. Draft City. You just let yeah. it ice up. Well, it's got like a, the flap stays pretty tight. 
Yeah. And it's got like a magnet, I think, on it. We've got the magnet screen door. That like oh magic screen the oh magic, magic screen. screen we yeah. have that oh, in the summertime for the dogs so they can let themselves in and out do they blow right through it oh yeah <laughs> you can hear them it's like <laughs> they just bowl headfirst into it does the magic screen work it does okay uh, we've rigged it up like we had to like really stretch it and like cut some pieces off and make it work <laughs> oh my what? god so that, that doesn't sound, like it, sound like it works you need to reconfigure yeah. it so that it, it would is work customized <laughs> <laughs> means but I won't be able to use it this year because we have a cat now the cat no. can just leave oh, yeah yeah that's right also if anyone ever dog sit for your dogs like and had them at their house they would ruin that screen door because they don't know how screen doors yeah they blow right through the patio door 100% (laughs) because they know just run at it right yeah they say screen they run (laughs) that's not good yeah that is hilarious (laughs) this this is the Crash and Mars podcast apparently there's a viral video going around of people washing ground beef Oh. Now, here's the thing. If you've ever considered washing your ground beef before cooking, don't. I guess this is a trend that's on TikTok, and it turns out that some at-home chefs are, are taking to washing their meat before eating it, and Why? it's the ground beef. You're, I have no idea. You're not even supposed to wash your chicken. No. No. Just splashes salmon yeah, all over Yeah, it's just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to, so don't do that. Apparently, several videos have gone viral. Um, I... Who I don't would know. Ever think about washing your beef? Your ground, your beef? ground beef. What's the benefits? What are we? Are we the washing same, away bacteria? Yeah, that's what they're trying to sell you. That it's washing oh. away bacteria. Because the most you do with any anything is like pat it down with a paper towel. They say today's ground beef and poultry are actually cleaned during processing, so any further washing is completely unnecessary. Don't do it. Mm. Apparently, they say, too, that um, washing it may seem harmless, and it's not. When water comes into contact with raw meat during washing, it can cause splashing, which then spreads bacteria like salmonella and E. coli to other surfaces and other utensils. So don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't wash your chicken. Don't wash your just, ground like, beef. The texture of it. Like, ugh. Yeah, I know. Like just <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Here's another thing you shouldn't do. Don't eat raw cookie dough. And I know that you guys love it, but don't. Apparently, at least three people have been hospitalized from a salmonella outbreak outbreak linked to flour. Uh Uh-oh. So they're saying don't do it. You get salmonella and flour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, most people don't think about flour as something that would cause cause food poisoning. But apparently, Consumer Reports just ranked the top 10 foods that do cause food poisoning. And flour is on the list. How how does my flour get salmonella? It's raw and uncooked. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it just goes bad? or And wheat gets sometimes gets exposed to animal droppings while it grows. Mm-hmm. Oh. And turning it into flour doesn't kill the bacteria because it's raw. It's not Did you not pay attention to The Last of Us? That's how we all got the fungus spores. Mm. It's through the flour. It's through the flour. Oh you gotta God. bake it. Do, yeah. uh, is it like a... Oh my, oh my God, I'm panicking. We have... <laughs> We have flour in a drawer, but yeah. it's just like the top of the bag is just rolled up. Is that improper storage of flour? Move. No, they just say cook it. That's yeah. the way you kill the bacteria. That's why you're not supposed to eat raw cookie dough or mm-hmm. lick the spoon when you make brownies. Yeah. But the risk for raw cookie dough infection must be like minuscule. Like think of how many raw cookies you've eaten and everyone you know has eaten. Yeah. I, you know what? I've never had raw cookie dough in my life. Come on. Never. Has it been an option? Uh, like you've did, never... did you make cookies growing up? Yeah, there were cookies being made, but we never... You never, like, tried a little bit out of the bowl? Never. And we never got to lick the, like, mixers. Aww. You didn't? No. The only time we licked the mixers is with, like, chocolate and stuff. But, yeah, never raw cookie we dough. You don't really use mixers in a cookie dough. You kind of use your more your hands. Oh, okay. But you never, like, balled it up onto a spoon and then to no, a spoon No, never. 
spoonful for yourself? No, we were told that was gross. Took one off the tray before it went to the oven? Never. No. It's better. Is it? Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, yeah. but it is. It's better than cooked. I think my my mom must have been terrified of uh, salmonella, salmonella then, because, yeah, we were not allowed at all. Even, like, wipe the mixing bowl after, nothing. It immediately went in the sink, and burning hot water went on it. Yeah, weird. No. Yeah, I've never had that in my life. Based on the stories you've told us about your childhood, yeah. I didn't think you guys were afraid of it. Anything <laughs> like it didn't sound like there was a lot of risk management yeah, going on in your house. Yeah, there wasn't much, but yeah, salmonella yeah, I guess was big. Very seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, would like thwart you. On yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, here's the top ten things that they do say will cause food poisoning, and uh, I think we know all this. This is basically based on recalls and how many people ended up in the hospital with food poisoning. Knock on wood, it's been a long time since I've had food poisoning. Mm-hmm. I don't wish it upon anybody. Yeah. When was the last time? Oh, Calgary. A couple years ago? Yeah. Flight back from Belize? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You got pretty bad food poisoning. Oh, yeah. It was violent. That was bad. It was bad. When was the yeah. last time you had food poisoning? I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Because food poisoning is uh, that's a top and bottom. And how deal, do you right? know what it is, food? And not just like, you know. I think when your stomach is shaking erratically and there's nothing left in you. Yeah. I, th- I, I feel like that's food is poisoning. It more, is it more violent than just yeah, regular it's, sick? It's not flu. Yeah. It's constant. Yeah. yeah, you know when it's yeah. flu. Yeah, it's constant. Yeah. And like you feel like you're you're gonna yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like and it's all the time. Yeah. Mm. Like I've seen you have the flu and food yeah. poisoning, you thought you were dying. The flu at least I can roll around in bed and be like, Yeah. Right. But this I want to I wanted, you wanted to, die. to die. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Because yeah. with the flu you can take like pills for it yeah and yeah. it like helps your sister symptoms yeah. yeah there's no pill for that no, no. sitting on the toilet yeah it <laughs> is for the best. it is yeah or in crash's case both the bathtub and the toilet at the same time oh, oh buddy yeah. yeah it was good yeah yeah oh mulch stuff down the drain yeah, yeah. it was good <laughs> number one of the top 10 foods that can cause poison food poisoning bagged salad and leafy greens really yeah 50 different recalls linked to them since 2017 these also cause the most deaths what you can die from salmonella po- and food poisoning yeah but not a bag salad. I yeah. trust the bag salad. No, you're yeah, supposed to wash it. We're washing bag oh, salad. Washing a bag no. salad. You're supposed no. to. right into the bowl. Well, yeah. you guys are gonna die then. Yeah. All I'm hearing from this is that you cannot get salmonella poisoning from French fries. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two, deli cheese and meat. What? Oh, I love it. Number three, ground beef. Well, yeah. What What are we supposed to do with our deli cheeses and meats? Is it storage? How would we ever avoid it? I think you, you're just, you're playing roulette. Do you wash them? Spin the wheel. Yeah, don't wash, no, don't wash your meats. No, don't wash it. Hmm. Uh, number four, onions. What? Onions? Yeah, onions has been, have been in the news before for salmonella. But why? Because they've got poop. It's poop. It's all poop it's related. A, it's poop? Like, because it's grown, like there's yeah. potentially manure around it? Yeah. I'm guessing the deli cheese and meat is poop on hands. I never wash an onion. Gross. But you, <laughs> well, we're, we cook onions, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Typically. You can cook it away. But like with those cheeses and meats. Yeah. That's raw, baby. But like yeah. a red onion. I eat a raw red onion. Yeah, just top it into a salad. Yeah. Throw it on a burg. Oh. Yeah. And I'm not washing an onion. Are you washing an onion? No, but I'll take off the outer layer well, yeah, and then you gotta wash take my off. hands and then grab the onion. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. You're good to go yeah, there. Yeah, I'm never, yeah, scrubbing down the onion. Number five, turkey. Number six, chicken. Hmm. Number seven, papayas. What? No. Yeah. Not the papaya. Papayas. It's all because of poop. <laughs> number eight, peaches. Number Aww. nine, cantaloupe. And then there's number 10, flower. Hmm. Uh, right there on the list. But peaches are way up in the tree. 
Is it yeah. uh, the person picking peaches? Pick their, they scratch their ass before yeah, picking. However, wherever they went in, or can it be like a bird that? Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, oh, just could wash be your fruit and veg, guys. Just wash it. Yeah, wash it before well, you it's eat not it. Convenient yeah, even, all the time. Even that, like I'm just doing like a rinse for show, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, it's not a deep scrub. Yeah, you just, guys deep scrubbing your yes. no. You're supposed to. I've never done that. I have a little like container that sits on my sink. It's got holes in the bottom, so I can put my fruit and stuff in there. A strainer? Like, yeah, but it's like a. Familiar. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure since you guys don't wash your fruit. <laughs> but it's like uh, it's collapsible, and I put all my fruit and veg in there. Hit it with hot water and soap, and let the the sink. And soap? Yeah, you gotta soap your fruits and vegetables. I have never soaped a fruit or vegetable. I, I never have either. I no. have a little scrubber too. I hit oh. them with the scrubber. Because then you just can grab and eat. Scrub- you have, no. You get like a container of strawberries. Yes. You dump it in the strainer. Yeah. And then you scrub them. You'll rip them apart. Not if right? you go light. I have a, it's a vegetable. Well, how much time do you have? It takes me like an hour on Sundays. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh. No, I'd rather get food poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll eat poop. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat poop. You enjoy your poop fruit. I'm going to enjoy I've my been, delicious fruit. I've been good so rinse. far eating a certain amount of poop, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I am not scrubbing my strawberries and grapes. Yeah. Would you like? If you bought grapes, are you like scrubbing each grape? So, <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I put them like I don't like ugly grapes, so yeah. I go through and pick off the good ones yeah. and put the good ones in a container, so oh. I can just reach in like a handful sure. and eat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're but, already cleaned. Yeah, but you're cleaning each grape individually. Well, I gotta wipe them down with paper towel. Oh my god! Because otherwise, there's still dirt on them. Ugh. I'll rinse grapes, but then I eat them. Yeah, it's a yeah. rinse. Yeah, no, I hold rinse the them. branch under, under the, the water. Tab yeah, like, huh. that's all I do. Done. Yeah, yeah. That one, and I'm literally just rinsing for spiders. Spiders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm true. not thinking about yeah. poop. <laughs> You're right. I'm not either. Oh, it's so true. Man, uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says I got food poisoning after eating some chicken. I thought I was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Another one here says I had food poisoning last Wednesday. It was the absolute worst. Oh. Where'd you get food poisoning from? Another text here at 56789 says, I got salmonella a few years ago and it got into my bloodstream. I was in the hospital for a week. Bloodstream? Well, that's what happens because sometimes the um, from your digestive tract, yeah. the bacteria will leave oh. there and oh. if it gets into your bloodstream you're hospitalized oh you're not talking like open wounds while you're no. cutting oh. your chicken no I'm talking about violent <laughs> diarrhea if oh, I yeah. eat enough poop am I just immune to it maybe maybe no. all, the, all these years of eating poo on my vegetables no was good no you cannot become immune to it. There's been times where I open up uh, like a big box of mushrooms. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I, without even washing, will grab the mushroom and go. Hum. With the dirt on it? Yeah, whatever. With the manure on it? Yeah, sure. There's spots all over it. Whatever. I eat it. Mushrooms you ha- you should wash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tastes yeah. great. You should be washing but mushrooms. But once you, when you wash a mushroom, it gets squishy and gross. But no, it doesn't. You know what though, Crash? Not on my list. Of oh. mushrooms. Oh, it's so not we on can, the top 10. Yeah. Go for it. Do it. Well, don't do it and say that we told you to. I'm telling Crash uh, to go for it. I highly encourage you to eat a manure-covered mushroom. I don't know. <laughs> Is that manure on them? I don't know. I think I, it's dirt. Mushrooms are all washed, like when they're shipped out, like the Costco packs. Isn't that why the mushroom farms thing so bad? Because it is just a bed of manure. That yeah, it's in. grown in manure, sure. But are those specks that are on there? Is well, that manure? Assumed. This, this text here at 56789 says, I had food poisoning two weeks ago, and I think it was from yogurt. Oh, no. It was a horrible day. I was like, crash. Also a toilet-bathtub combo. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who is peeling their mushrooms? What is wrong with you? 
It says you peel mushrooms really easily, then they don't get mushy. Yeah. When I hit them with the scrubber, it peels off that top layer. It does, actually. Why would you peel the top layer off? They don't get mushy. When you rinse them and you rub them with your fingers. Uh, I don't rinse. But we had our mushrooms. (laughs) uh, I washed them, sliced them, put them in the fridge and forgot about them for a week. Uh, They were totally fine. Really? Totally fine. It's no. I didn't even think of a, a, a skin on a mushroom. Yeah. This text here, 5679, said I had food poisoning last week in Las Vegas at the Mirage Hotel. Oh, that sucks. I wanted to die. I also had to Mirage, miss my flight yeah. and book a new one home. Oh, yeah. When you're on the plane and you got trots, that's terrible. Oh, that was crash. Ugh. Did you have an aisle seat at least? Yeah. Oh, you had a pod, right? It was at the front. <laughs> no, no. It was <laughs> your own bathroom. I forgot. It was at the front. <laughs> that was awful. You were in there a lot. Like, get out of the way. <laughs> you did yell at people to get out of your way. Well, yeah. Stop hogging the bathroom. I need it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I am yeah, about to make a mess. Do not let the guy yelling, get out of the way in front of you. <laughs> no. Do not. You don't, no, you don't follow me. him. <laughs> so you true. get whatever you need done first. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Okay, guys. I've got some bad news for us radio announcers oh, no. hosts oh oh ai's coming quicker than we thought yeah and so like uh, i think we all need to like just realize that there is a good possibility that the majority of our jobs are going to be taken over by ai mm-hmm. so you've heard of chat gpt right oh yeah the ai that could steal like a lot of jobs mm-hmm. um crash i know that you played the on the air a couple of days ago was it um like the radio gpt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well now they've come out with even more and I'm going to play you what um, AI DJs sound like. And we're going to see maybe if you guys even like it or if you can tell the difference between AI and uh, humans. There are even more AI DJs now threatening no. to steal our jobs, you guys. No. Now, if you don't know, it's called Radio GPT. And it uses the same tech that Chat GPT does. Mm. Now, it's a software company in Ohio that has just released this. Yep. Um, I, I listened to it and I personally think it's like super lame. Yeah. I think it's even lamer than us. The AI voices almost sound human, but to me, it's not quite. It's designed to do everything that like we do here at the radio station, play songs, get this crash. Yeah. Take calls. Oh no. Do interviews. Uh Oh, uh, Read the news. Not the news. Do local traffic. Mm-hmm. And in rare cases, try to be funny. Uh-oh. Oh. Now, pretty Uh-oh. much I look through what can AI DJs do. The only thing that they can't do is show up here hungover like we can from time to time. Oh, but sometimes those are the best shows. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would be missing Damn out. Damn you, AI. <laughs> Who wants a sober DJ? <laughs> so they launched a demo site where like you guys can go and check it out if you want. The general feel is that seems like something like other robots might like listening to and maybe not people now here's what they claim they claim it's really meant for times of days when hosts like us aren't working anyways like mm-hmm. overnights let's say oh, okay. let's yeah, say like yeah. like 2 30 in the morning yeah or it could take shows like this one and translate them into different languages oh so that would be kind of cool too yeah that could work they also think that hosts like us might enjoy having a robot co-host eventually. Mm. Oh, yeah, some. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That would so, be weird, right? like, RoboMars, like, I could just, like, lose my job and your guys' co-host would be AI. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, like, us and then, like, AI bantering back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard, though, current robots don't really sound like they'd be all that fun to banter with. But, I mean, we'll give it a listen here. 
All right. Mm. I've got some examples that I want to play for you guys. And uh, you let me know if you like it or not. Um, Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Have a listen. Years, there have been many examples of artificial intelligence helping humans. Oh, this is rich. Bad commander file name. Oh, I, I expect like... you to be a machine to operate this machine. But this ain't Mystery Science Theater 3000. We've come a long way, baby. That's your imaging voice. Say I. Yeah. Radio GPT. Oh, so they should have potted up Brickhouse there, just saying, just saying the AI. Because that sounded they, a little They so, didn't have drops to use. Is that the voice, though? Because that sounds the, very, like, imaging. That's like, AI. You're listening to Wave yeah. 1023. Well, they're yeah. taking away the job of... Like, it, make it sound more real if you want to really try. But did you know that that was a robot? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Because she told you. Because I told you. And this is day one they're this, this good. This is day one. Oh, we're screwed. We are screwed. Yeah. Mm. We'll oh. make the afternoon. Mm. So that was AI imaging that ran in between, like, two songs. Um, I also, this one was really interesting. I have an attempt of artificial intelligence at a news duo. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. This is Radio GBT attempting a news duo. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Yeah. Illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of car windows. Oh, that one's great. The idea is to keep dogs safer, but many pet owners say the law would take away one of their dog's greatest joys. What's next? Will they make it illegal to fly your airplane hand out the car window? Oh, man. Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI, this is Radio GPT. Okay, that, sounds, that one sounds a million times more real than the other one. Yeah. That one is terrifying, and my job like, is done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> I, I do like to put my hand out airplane style. I know. Right? How did well, she know? I mean, she was trying to make a joke, and like, let's, come on. It was a well, problem. Yeah. Like, that was like, not a good ad lib. no match for, though, uh, good old Robo Mars, right? No. Well, I don't even want Robo Mars. Real Mars needs a job. Wow. Robo Mars so. doesn't work. I don't. What? I don't mind Robo Mars. What? She stopped by once or twice. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Robo Mars is. She's ready. Yeah. She's ready for a party at all times. Well, I don't know if Robo Mars is. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Nonetheless, uh, this uh, this is exactly what it could eventually be, and um, a lot of people can't tell the difference between AI and human. Everyone's saying it's uh, not great. Hey, Mars. Robo Mars here. Oh. I'm going to take your job very soon. I know. <laughs> I'm very funny and sexy, and that's the perfect mix for the now fan. What? Oh, oh yeah. She can't even finish her sentence. <laughs> I like Screw you, Robo Mars. <laughs> I like how she always mentions how sexy she is. Real Mars doesn't do that enough. <laughs> no, I don't. You're right. You, you never talk s- about how sexy you are. You need are. to step it up. Uh, Every time you uh, crack the mic, be like, hey, sexy Mars here. Yes. I, I no. think that's what Raj you need to do. Raj already has it. I'm not oh, stealing yeah, his right. thing. Puts us in a good mood. Yeah. It'll put a, uh, yeah, it makes everyone feel especially nice. Especially as a listener, I can't always tell people look like, so I need to be told if someone's sexier now. Yeah. And Robo Mars always does it. Mm. This text here says, I think now radio will use AI tools to make human radio programming better. Imagine using AI to make your show sound that much better. Well, I don't know if the AI that I just listened to sounded better than, than a, what we do here. Like a live show. Yeah. yeah. It was a little choppy. Right? It was a little choppy. It was a little choppy. There was, and the sound of each voice did not have the same level. So, like, I felt like the male voice was quieter and then the female voice was louder. So it kind of seemed a little. Like, like in the news duo? Yeah. 
It kind of was like, oh my God, that's not pleasant to listen to. S- sort of how radio's been doing it for years. Yeah. Turn down the gals, mic. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You ain't get the brew. Yeah, right? it's usually yeah. the way that it's been. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the way that it's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, do you guys want to hear it one more time? Yes. Yeah. The radio. Here's, we'll do you love oh. to do a fashion show oh. on Now TV? Yeah. You wear clothing and I wouldn't. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's doing this? Tell her to sh- shut That's up. A great point, right? Yeah, the, the cl- you're just styling clothing. She's gonna fashion her body. You think of the money the station would save on the clothing budget. They don't have to. They don't have to dress her in anything. Mm. Yeah, an all our wires show. Damn, she's nasty. She is nasty. <laughs> well, here, let's listen to that news duo one more time. Yeah. Do you think he's a human? Do you think his voice is human? Fired up. Illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of car windows. I do. The idea is to Sounds keep like dogs is, safer. But maybe not. But many pet owners say the law would take away one of their dog's greatest joys. What's next? Will they make it illegal to fly your airplane hand out the car window? She sounds a little TikToky. Yeah, it sounds a little too... Yeah, the too, girl's too TikTok. Right? Yeah. She did That's, slam that bumper after the joke, though. She, she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, where everyone's ragging on it, but they're like five minutes into this. Oh, I know. Wait, it's not going to get worse. I know it's not yeah. going to get any worse. Give it, give it another year, oh and it's going to sound amazing. This is terrifying. Someone should we be worried? We Do should you think be worried. They will? Yeah, we. I, I think they will. I, I think already they... have endorsements oh. lined up to sell this hot body of mine. What? Oh, oh my god. What do you have? <laughs> like, don't... Sell the hot. That's. <laughs> I, don't have... I feel has... like she's crossed a lot. Oh, yeah, I think no. I so too. I don't think she's going to take over. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's got other plans. For You're safe. Oh my god. I don't necessarily have endorsements, RoboMars. That's true. Yeah, she's got that going. Yeah. She's making cash, dollar dollar bills. That's right. <laughs> and she just chimes in whenever. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Someone says that the AI voices don't have any warmth or empathy. I don't know. The guy sounds pretty good. I think the guy might be human. I don't think it is. You because think that's AI? Look at the audio that I played a couple weeks ago of the guy just like going through different music and being like, hey, Mars, good morning. Yeah. Um, remember back in the early 2000s, you're going through something. Here's a playlist. Like that guy sounded pretty chill. Yeah, he did sound really chill. Yeah. Why can't they make the uh, ladies' voices way more chill? Yeah, they're not perfect. Why do they make them close. sound like I'm reading a TikTok? Well, <laughs> her, you know how shrill women get. It's tough. Oh, to, oh my God. <laughs> it's tougher to dial in the warmth, Mars. <laughs> Hey, that doctor computer, not me, buddy. <laughs> well, I found that the imaging voice isn't that, like, it's not. Because it's not, I don't think it's trying to be a human, that imaging voice. Okay, let's have a listen to the imaging voice. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Over the years, there have been many examples of artificial intelligence helping humans. Oh, this is rich. Bad commander file name. But I expect you to be a machine to operate this machine. But this ain't Mystery Science Theater 3000. We've come a long way, baby. The future of entertainment is now Radio GPT. Okay, first of all, Ginger, you grooved to that. Yeah, it was good. What? No, no, you can't be supporting it. Like, you literally started moving your shoulders. Had a good bed. What? (laughs) I got great taste. (laughs) And I can't help (laughs) That voice she's putting on, that is a legit read a lot of, like, uh, professional voice actors use. Oh, yeah, for sure it is. On radio stations. Yeah, for... It's a little removed like this. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can enjoy your favorite hits. Bingo, Mm. buddy. Nailed it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We're with you all day. Yeah, I think... No repeat work day. They, I can do it, like, no problem. They should just... Yeah, if you're going to dabble in this, just do for imaging voices. Yes, That's they, all. Yes, yeah, yeah. Take the voice actor's job. You know, I don't want any of that extra money, but <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. 
<laughs> Take the stay out of the studio. <laughs> right? Yeah, stay yeah, yeah. You studio. don't need to be in here in the live studio. <laughs> you just stay on the production side. <laughs> I've got a cute, some cute animal stories for you guys this morning. First of all, this story is hilarious, and I'm not sure if you saw the photos. Um, up in Alaska, apparently a moose walked into a medical building and decided to eat all the plants that were in the atrium. Oh, it's like oh, so lush yeah. in here. <laughs> it actually happened in Anchorage, and some people got some photos of it, and it's pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. A young moose trudging through the snow looking for a meal spotted the plants in the lobby of a medical building and decided to walk in through the front door to get a dose of greenery. So the moose did trigger the sensors on the automatic doors of the building. You know when you like walk in and the doors slide open? And when they did, he just walked right in. Now some people were saying that it is quite a young moose, it's just a baby moose. Yeah, it's not a, like it's big, but it's not yeah. like a big boy. Yes. Now, even though moose are commonplace in Alaska, they did make an announcement over the intercom that the moose was at the medical facility and asked everybody to stay out of its way for a little bit. Nobody really bugged it. And apparently after it finished eating, it just made its way out the door. They take their time grazing to Yeah. There was one video that was posted on social media. A woman wearing a mask and dressed in scrubs says, that's crazy, as she walks by the moose on her way to see a patient, <laughs> snapping a selfie with her phone. Like, oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Security officers did form a semicircle to kind of corral the moose, and then they shoot it outside. Shooed. Like shoe. Like go shoot. Go shoot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And one officer even grabbed a piece of the plant the moose was eating to try to lure it out, but the moose was done and had no interest in it. <laughs> I love all the broken branches on the floor. <laughs> the picture's up in the app this morning if you do want to have a look at it. It's pretty like, cute. When a moose commits to eating something, they commit. We had a uh, a moose come in and just blow down. Uh, <laughs> we have eight cedars. We have like a yeah. cedar wall. And the moose just went in and had a buffet. And you can see the height of the moose because he just ate up to the height of his body. Right. <laughs> and then the top of the cedars are just vibrant green cedars. I've been struggling for like two years now trying to get these cedars to grow again. They won't. Mm -mm. There's like little strands of like new growth. I'm like, oh, they're coming. They're coming. They're going to take forever. This mm -hmm. year, though, moose didn't touch it. No. I put up ropes. Oh, there you oh. go. I trust a uh, nice sturdy fence. <laughs> well, a moose will... will the Ropes to turn a moose? I, I mean, did this it year. did. I didn't think it would, though. I didn't really think that moose cared. Because in years past, I put up, like, snow fencing and stuff, and uh -huh. they just step on it. This year, I just put up ropes, and yeah. they never... they. You can see their footprints go up to the rope, and then they walk away. Oh. Moose are so... They're, like, weird beasts, mm. but they're so cool, like... And calm, I mean. Yeah. Like a deer inside this hospital. They're skittish. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. stopping the to eat. You're right. just be panicking, busting through panes of glass. Yeah. I think as a moose knows his size... Moose don't care. Nah, they're like, bring it on. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think mm. you're right. Mm. And another animal news story. This is pretty crazy. Um, in a real life version of the 2006 movie Snakes on a Plane, a pilot in South Africa was forced to make an emergency landing after a venomous snake slithered on board. Ugh. According to um, uh, CNN, a pilot by the name of Rudolph Erasmus was flying an aircraft on Monday. And in the middle of the flight, he recalled feeling a, quote, cold sensation underneath my shirt at my hip area. Oh, no. Guys, it went up his shirt. He said, at first, I thought my water bottle was leaking. True. And then I turned to my left and I looked down and I saw the head of a snake receding back underneath my seat. Oh, God. He said it was in that time that he had, quote, a moment of stunned silence. Well, yeah, sure. what do you do? Yeah. 
immediately you're like, is this snake poisonous? Venomous? Is it going to kill me on first bite? Where is the snake? Now, this snake was not just like a regular buddy. It was a venomous large Cape Cobra that the airport staff had been searching for after it had been spotted under the engine before the flight. Since they couldn't find the snake, they assumed that it had gone on its merry way and they sent the plane up into the air. Now, he informed the air traffic controllers that they had a bit of a situation. They landed the plane. It was a small aircraft, so the pilot and the passengers were unscathed and the snake was found under the pilot's seat. Wow. Hold on. So they knew about this snake and they searched the outside of the airplane, but not yeah, but not the, the cabin, not the cabin. They never thought that it would make it into the plane. Is yeah, that why? I guess yeah. not. But it went like up the pilot shirt. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of cool cats, moose and pilots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's I would have cool nosedived. Things. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, sorry, we're going down. <laughs> exactly. So here's what I want to discuss this morning. Um, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. What ended up your shirt? This guy had a snake up his shirt. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than having, like, a wasp or a bee. Oh, yeah, that would suck. A spider up your shirt. Because you don't know. There's no, like... You don't want to pat it and anger whatever's inside. No, there. no. not at all. But you need to. But your instinct is slap it from your body. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got to get out of there. Uh huh. And Has you want to have a gecko up there? That would be nasty. Like the little oh. clammy, clammy bodies. Like like a gecko. Yeah, you feel like suction cups on your body. When that gecko fell on me, it yeah. probably could have very easily gone down my dress. I was wearing like a cute sundress. We were in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and it fell on me, and it it moved like it ran across my body. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was headed. It was headed. So I promptly stood up, ripped my dress off. Sure, yeah. Threw it on against the wall. I don't know where the gecko went, though. I think he was long gone. Oh, I think he got killed. You no, were. no, yeah. he didn't get killed. The stomping of the dress, I'm sure, did. No, no, <laughs> lighting on fire. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he didn't make it. No. So I want to know from you guys. Maybe you had a wasp or a bee up your shirt. Maybe you actually ended up with a snake up your shirt. How about a gecko? Did you get stung a thousand times with a wasp or a bee up there? What ended up your shirt? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, we were talking about this pilot in the news. He's a South African pilot, and he was forced to make an emergency landing after a venomous snake managed to slither on board. Now, he was flying a small aircraft and was traveling with his colleagues. In the middle of the night, he recalled feeling a cold sensation underneath his shirt around his hip area and it turns out a snake was slithering by slither he said at first he thought his water bottle was leaking but then as he turned to his left and looked down he saw the head of a snake receding back underneath his seat meaning that the snake like slithered by him by going up under his shirt and like around his skin like around his hip area Mm. now here's the thing is it wasn't just like a harmless small snake either it was a large cape cobra Apparently, they're quite dangerous and they're venomous as well. And once it's on that plane, like you hope it stays up with the pilot. Because if you're in the back, yeah, look how tiny that plane is. It's a tiny plane. Everyone's going to freak out. We're all at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's at risk. Mm. So we want to know from you guys what got up your shirt. Maybe it was a bug. Uh, maybe maybe um, like a hot coal from a fire pit. Yeah, anything flying in there. Those are the worst. Yeah. Would you freak out if I bought a Dollarama snake and mm-hmm. on our next travels, I'm putting this stuff in the overhead compartment and I drop a snake out yes. there on you? I, 
<laughs> I think you'd be kicked off the plane. Do you think I'd get kicked off? I think you'd be in a lot of trouble because I think I wouldn't be the only one freaking out. Yeah. Oh, you think everyone would start screaming? It's such small quarters. And then I grab it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fake wrestle with it. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't I think, think they would. love the guy who causes a stand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I don't think they want. That's a bad play. idea. People, yeah, freaking out. Like April Fools, guys. Yeah, I don't know if they want that. <laughs> when something's in our shirt, we talked about how you want to pat it down, but that can be dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. You don't want to anger it. Yeah. Or press uh-huh. it. It's a hot coal against your skin. Sure. But you, ripping your shirt off brings it up to your head. Which yeah. is worse than just on your torso. Because it's going to get tangled in the Yeah, you don't want it on your face, whatever's oh. in there. That's why you got to grab your shirt from the neck and just rip. That's give, it the, I, give it the Hulkamania. That's yeah. what I should have done with that dress. Yeah, I yeah. could have grabbed it by... Right? And just shredded it. Yeah. yeah I pulled it up over right my head. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to chime in on this. Uh, this one, oh God, this would hurt. A burning hot popcorn kernel, guys. I worked at Totem Building Supplies, and in the good old days, we had the popcorn maker in the store. Bless you. So when I would make it, I would have to check on it, and a flaming hot popcorn kernel shot right down my shirt and burnt my chest. I couldn't... Oh, that would be... Oh, and it's just like... It would, like, melt to your skin. It would. Those get freaking hot. Those get hot. hot. Yeah, I'd imagine worse than the shirt would be, like, a kernel inside, because if you're wearing a bra... Yeah, anything in your bra is now pressed right. If there's pressed, a, anything inside your shirt, there's still a little wiggle room. Yeah, yeah, it can fall out. Ugh. But a, a burning hot kernel going into your bra, yeah, you're hooped. Uh, Anna five six seven eight nine says, when I was nine months pregnant, a bumblebee flew up my top. Mm. I didn't notice it though until I went inside, and I was talking on the phone. I felt an itch on my t- stomach, so I went to scratch, and I felt the bee, and it stung me <sighs> right at the bottom of my belly. That's a, I don't know why they do that. Like Fly that, up your shirt? Yeah, like Ugh. that uh, one summer, uh, a couple summers ago, when I was whippersnipping a bunch of uh, uh, stuff on the ground there, yeah. I cut into like a ground uh, nest, well, wasp nest, mm-hmm. and they all flew up at me, and yeah, they ended up in my shirt, in my socks, in my shorts. I'm like, why are you going in? Because they know. Just go for my face. They know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe go for my face you're... or my exposed arms and legs. Because your shirt's flapping open, so they're... Maybe, because, yeah, they went in there, in and, there. yeah, they get stuck. They and then they're just like... And I thought they could only sting once. I don't think so. Wasps can sting a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, I found out that day. Man, did that hurt. 780-489-4669. Tyler's at the top here. What ended up in your shirt, bud? Well, I was 19 years old. I was serving and forgot the wrong bag, so... That's neither here nor there. Anyways, I was, uh, I was switching and put some stuff on there. I had uh, wasp flap my backside. No, no, I realized no. it was a wasp at first until it stung me, and everything started going numb. This is actually how I found out that I was allergic to wasps. Oh God! Oh of my course. gosh! Did it like get? Rid- Did it like just sting your waist or like center of your back? No, it was actually uh, just to the right of my left shoulder. Oh God! So we were about an hour and a half away to the hospital. So when I felt when I started going numb, that hour and a half turned to about forty minutes <laughs> to get this little minute. Oh yeah, because oh, you were racing yeah. there. Put it to the boards <laughs> for oh, sure. What a drag! <laughs> oh. you, so anytime any like wasp, hornet, bee, or whatever flies around you, are you running? Honestly, I'm not running. I'm swinging. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything, everything is swinging, running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, get yuck. it away. Yeah, oh, man. Right. Okay, thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. No problem. Okay, take care, bud. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that's awful. Is that the move? Get a swing and kill it immediately so it only stings you the once or twice? I guess. Yeah. Should we have, uh, like, retractable fly swatters on our hips at all times? Maybe. Like in the summertime? Just... <laughs> I think we need tighter shorts. Shirts tucked in. 
Oh, you want spandex? Yeah. And this text here, five, six, seven, eight, nine, says, okay. hey guys, last year I was out for a run and I thought that I just had a big drop of sweat pouring down my back mm-hmm. inside my shirt. Well, it turns out when I got home and I took my shirt off, actually a bird had pooped oh. and somehow it landed right down the back of my shirt. Oh, so it hit God. him perfectly. Like your shirt just around your neck kind of opened up neck. a bit and it dropped yeah. right in. And he thought that it was sweat that was dripping down his neck. It oh. wasn't. It was actually bird poo. I think it was a couple summers ago. Uh, we were out on the lake and Mars was like, oh, can you look at my back? I, f- I think yeah. there's like a hair or something on my back. And she lifted her shirt a oh, bit. no. And dead center of her back was a toony sized spider. I remember that. Just oh. sitting there and I'm like, yeah. hmm. Yep, it's a I'm hair. Like, do I, yo, I'm like, what do I say? And then I didn't say anything. I'm like, oh yeah, just uh, let me move yeah. this. And then I like flick this spider off. And then it, uh, I guess by the flicking motion, she's like, it was a spider, right? Mm-hmm. And then immediately she's like, <laughs> Because I felt like, yeah, it felt a big like I had boy like that a, just climbed up. I don't know why oh. it went because I was wearing just like a t-shirt, like a really loose kind of t-shirt. Sure. And it must have just like decided to go for a little crawl down my back. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's even worse though when you your, park. your brain assigns it as something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You sweat a hair, so you let it be, and you let it be for a long time. Yeah. And it's just back there, like. I mean, like they don't really bother me, so it's not. I just don't want to be bit by a spider. That's the only thing. Yeah, because yeah, we have no idea. We think all spiders are killing machines. When I think probably majority of the ones in Alberta are not. They're not. Yeah, they're just living their life eating bugs. Yeah, you just don't want you don't want to get on Mars's back. I guess (laughs) he knew what he was up to. It was the dead of summer, and we had a week off. (laughs) Yeah, it is the summertime. She let herself go. Yeah, I let myself go. Really let herself go. Yeah, it's true. Uh, This text here says, guys, years ago, my husband and I were carpooling to work. We were actually listening to you guys, windows down, enjoying the warm summer air. A wasp flew in the driver's side window and straight up the sleeve of my husband's dress shirt. Oh, no. The next thing I know, he's screaming and hitting himself in the chest. The wasp went right for his nipple and stung him seven times. Oh, Your nipple got hit seven times? I think wasps know. You asked why they go up our shorts, up our shirts. I think they know. But mm-hmm. why are they going for our nipples? It's the most sensitive part of your torso. I oh, guess yeah. it's protruding. They're like, I want to kill it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I don't know. Wasps are ruthless, too. You got to get them and kill them. Oh. They'll keep stinging you. Yeah. Well, good thing that day when I was whippersnipping and they flew up my shorts, oh. I had tight undies on. Oh. <laughs> See, that's the only answer. It's, yeah. We need, to tight, we need to tighten everything up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Skin tight outfits for the summer. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this text here says, guys, when I was 12, we decided to be intelligent preteens and we actually took a garden hose to a wasp's nest in the corner of the hot tub Mm -hmm. and it really ticked them off. Mm. We fled, but one got up my shirt and stung me. When I smacked him, my shirt... In my shirt, it smashed his stinger into me. The only time in my life that I've ever been stung, but not once, twice by the same wasp. It's weird that, uh, like, if you're taking down a, a nest... With like that wasp uh, spray and stuff. Yeah. It's weird that they like know where it's coming from because the ones that can escape immediately come right at you. Do they know who the perpetrator is? Like if there's like five or six of us standing around and Crash is holding the wasp (laughs) be gone and filling up that hive. When they come barreling out, do they know it was you? I think they do. Or is anyone in the vicinity in trouble? Well, I think think everyone is in trouble, but the, the brunt of it. Uh, the brunt of the the ones that escaped are heading for the person spraying. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. This text here says, guys, I was driving north from Whistler in my Jeep and I had no top on the Jeep. 
I was also just wearing a tank top. Sure. And halfway up the side of a mountain, I felt a bug. And then I felt the worst sting I've ever felt. It was like a burning needle. Mm-hmm. It hurt so much. I jumped up, pressed my accelerator. My wife beside me was freaking out, not knowing what was going on. There was like two feet on the side of the road. Uh, I stopped in the middle of the road, jumped off, and started to strip. It was insane. Never found the bug. I don't know what it was. Uh, all that's worse when you don't even know, you know what it was. I don't know. Oh. oh. Man, uh, Kyle, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm in bed. Yeah, good, good. Um, what ended up your shirt? Uh, so I was going on a uh, bit of a hike, like maybe 10, 12 years ago with uh, school. Yeah. And we're, we're out kind of like near, I guess near like uh, Canmore. And I kept on itching my beard, and I was like, you know, constantly scratching at it. And when we finally took a break after about three hours of walking, I noticed the, uh, I took my hat off, and there was a spider in my hat. And he was just enjoying my beard hair and then just decided to <laughs> chill in my hair, I guess. Oh, this, oh God. So it's this. like my back spider, but it's in your, in your beard. Yes. And <laughs> I just... I just put my hat back on and said, you know what? He's he's happy here, so we're just going to be friends for the rest of the trip. Did you have a That's big, cool. burly beard? Uh, it was, like, we were out for a good, like, three, four weeks at that point, so it was, oh. you know, and, like, it was backcountry hiking. Yeah, it was we a hearty uh, backcountry beard. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So he, he just, I don't know, he just was enjoying the ride, I guess. Yeah. I like your style. Love that ecosystem that your back, your backcountry beard created. Yeah, that's fine. He's, <laughs> hey, he's going, you know, going from your hair to your beard. Mm. Yep. And there was no spider, no, uh, no flies on my face around the, uh, the rest of the hike. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. I like it. He was <laughs> no catching bu- them. No bug bites. No, nothing. Sure. All your buds are chewed nothing. up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, okay. Thanks Kyle. Thanks Kyle. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I listen to you every morning. Oh, oh thanks. that's awesome. Thank Call you anytime. so much. Bye-bye. That's nice of you. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.